0: Obviously, it's UFC 300 week in Las Vegas. Friday, also in Las Vegas, it's the second PFL event of the season. Had a great start on Thursday. Uh, Dakota DeCheva with a solid win. You had Moldovsky on there. You had a bunch of uh, former Bellator fighters, Liz Carmouche getting a win as well in her PFL debut. And so I want to let you know that the PFL is back on April 12th with the lightweights and light heavyweights throwing it down. Last week, it was the women's flyweights and the heavyweights. You've got names like Impa Kasangane, who, of course, uh, won the 2023 light heavyweight tournament. You also have Clay Collard and Bellator, former champ. One Patricky Pitbull is uh, is going to be on the card against Clay Collard. So if you're in Vegas for 300 go check them out. If you're at home, check them out over on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Uh, Plus. That is Friday, April 12th, live at 9 p.m. Eastern Time.
1: It's the Mixed Martial Arts Hour with...
0: No! With- mixed Martial Arts Hour is back in your life on this wednesday november 9th 2022 hello again everyone i sure hope you're doing well my friends it's a special time it's a special week if we're being honest for this program what a show it was on monday with the ckb crew still buzzing from that eugene bearman carlos alberg brad riddell dan hooker Israel, I dis on you. It was just, you know, one of my favorite shows of all time, if I'm being honest. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I told you at the end of Monday's show that if the stars aligned, this one could be just as, if not more, special. Then Monday's episode. And here we are, my friends. This is a very, very, very special edition of the show. This is a show that I've been waiting to do for 17 months. This is a show that I suspect you have all been waiting for as well for the past 17 months. For the first time since June of 2021, for the first time since the final episode, at least for now, of DC and Helwani, for the first time. In over a year and a half, my old friend Daniel Cormier and I will reunite to do a program and it will be a special kind of show because in the history of D.C. and Hawaii, the year and a half or so history, even less than that, it was like a 15-month history of uh, D.C. and Hawaii. we never did a single show in person. Actually, I lied. The very first episode was in a Las Vegas uh, radio station. Uh, and we did it in March of 2020, right before UFC 248. And then, of course, several days later, the world stopped, right? And uh, I remember I was wearing gloves, wasn't even wearing a mask, mask. We didn't really know what was going on. He was making fun of me, all that stuff. So it was actually an, originally supposed to be just a monthly radio show, surround a monthly pay-per-view preview show on ESPN radio only. No podcast, no video, no nothing. And then, of course... Uh, we do the one show, it was great, it was fun, awesome. Two weeks later, we're scrambling to do something, and I say, why don't we just do DC and Hawani? And then that ends up being the Monday show for uh, the rest of my time at ESPN for 15 or so months. And it was a joy, it was great, it was uh, honestly better than I expected, people seemed to love it. And the one thing that I kept getting over and over again, and the one thing that I've gotten today And yesterday, since uh, we teased that uh, we'd reunite, um, are all these messages about the pandemic and about, you know, how this was a distraction, how it was an escape. And I didn't even notice that. Like, I didn't really understand how... I just thought we were doing a one-hour show, which I wanted to be longer, which I wanted it to actually be multiple times a week and longer than an hour, all that stuff. Irrelevant now, Uh, but... These messages that I get about that particular show and about that time really do mean a lot because that was a very dark time for all of us. And to think that, you know, us just shooting the shit for an hour and change gave people something to look forward to, something to laugh about, something to get their mind off of things uh, really does mean a lot. So I hope you will enjoy today's episode. DC will be on. Later in the show, he'll be in studio. We'll go for about an hour or so, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I have no idea what we're going to uh, discuss. Uh, Of course, we have talked a thousand times on the phone, I mean, almost daily since then, but never on air, never in person, nothing, nothing of that sort. So I'm really, really looking forward to this and uh, the reaction to today's Uh, news that he would be in studio, which is something that I wanted to do last year, if you recall, but I'm happy it didn't get done, which led to me taking the picture off, which led to the Pat McAfee picture, which then led to the Pat McAfee picture getting ripped up, which led to maybe the dissolution of my relationship with Patrick, which is a sad story in its own right, perhaps a reunion down the line as well. This is good. This is good. 17 months later, this feels good. This feels right. It feels like a good time. Um, And I can't wait. And it's the only guest, the only one guest on today's show, uh, we don't do this often, but I didn't want to clutter today's special feeling, the uh, the uniqueness, the novelty of today's show. I didn't want to clutter it with a ton of guests. I wanted it to be just one, and today's the perfect day for it. So I can't wait. Later in the show, we'll be joined in studio by the former two-division champion, the former heavyweight champion, the former light heavyweight champion, the former Olympian. Actually, I learned on DC Nowani, you'll never be a former Olympian. That's a mistake. Once an Olympian, always an Olympian. The two-time Olympian, the Oklahoma State legend, the one and only, my friend and yours, that guy. No, no, I had it. No, back to the single. That guy right there. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Uh, Daniel Cormier. So that will come a little later on. Obviously, on Wednesdays, we answer questions. I'm looking forward to On The Nose. Moderator Lewis has already sent in the questions. He is more reliable than anything on this planet, at least to us. So I can't wait to answer those. And uh, let's not beat around the bush. We got to get back on track. The Parlay Pals backs against the wall. A lot of pressure, a lot of fingers being pointed. You saw that on Monday. A lot of people saying, this guy's the weak link, that guy's the weak link. What we've learned thus far is I'm not the weak link. I mean, I've pretty much been flawless. Clearly, clearly and, the only uh, that's, link. <laughs> that's pretty much all we've learned. Uh, now I think it's time for all of us to step to the plate. And I have to say, I took a gander – at the, uh, the lines for 281. And it's pretty much just 281, right, this weekend? Or are we uh, dabbling with anything else? Is there anything else that we could do, or is that Let's it? Let's just stick with 281. All right, well, uh, they're pretty damn close. I mean, there's a lot of close ones there. Uh, Izzy right now, minus 205, plus 175 for Pereira. Uh That's one of the, uh, the biggest lines. Uh, you've got Frankie Edgar, pretty big dog, plus 185. Dan Hooker is a favorite, Riddell a dog, Dominic Reyes, a favorite. Minus 205. Molly McCann, as of right this moment, the biggest dog on the card. How about that? One of the uh, the hottest fighters in terms of winning streaks. Streaking Molly McCann. Plus 320 against the minus 390 Aaron Blanchfield. I mean, that's big time stuff. I wonder if anyone's going to touch that. h I mean, if she uh, didn't stab me in the back, maybe. But, you know, how can I support if I don't get support back? What kind of a friend would I be if I just roll over and bestow the Dow honor if I can't even get you know a reply back? You know what I mean? Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, as always, we are being joined uh, or being supported and sponsored by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings is the place to be for your 281 action. They are the official sports betting partner of the UFC. Please do download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DMAR for a special offer when you sign up again. That's code DMAR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. One thing that I uh, I was reminded of when uh, trying to coordinate DC being on the show was just how big of a pain in the ass it is to book DC on any type of show because the guy uh, has a million things going on and is very bad at committing. When we were doing the show together, I didn't have to worry about that. He would just you know have to show up. It was his job. This has been a nightmare. I hope you all appreciate that. So I don't exactly know when he's going to show up. He tells me 1.30. uh, Let's see, you know, but the good thing is about Wednesdays, you can answer questions, you can shoot the breeze, you can make picks. So that's, uh, that's what we'll do. Back in the show, we'll make our picks for 281. I look forward to that. DC will join us and we'll answer some questions. It's going to be a great day. And so with that in mind... Frankie, it's
1: time for a good old-fashioned
0: Eyes of the MMA world on New York City. Weather's great. Ladies and gentlemen, always around election time. That's himself, interesting. Oh yeah, Madison Square Garden, in the mecca. Yeah, wow. why? You want to from talk politics? Fox, well, I was just so wondering if you had something to New say. City, I got a lot of things to say. I saw oh. a lot of people talking now, about this, that, and the, the other.
1: Uh, I first. voted. Yeah, yeah. Did you vote? Of course. I don't know. Some people don't vote. You're a big voter, huge voter. I I even vote when there is no election. You're one of the biggest voters in the biz. I would imagine that I am the best voter. Did GC vote? He doesn't tell me. Yep. Oh, he does. Yeah. Big Big voter. voter. I can't tell if you guys are being serious or not. We're we're dead serious. This is America.
0: By the way, if you're born in uh, let's say Georgia, uh, are you allowed to vote in New Jersey, or do you have to do an absentee vote?
1: Oh, so you have to go.
2: No, no, no! I'd have to be a citizen of New Jersey to be able to. A Citizen vote of New Jersey? What are you talking about? You I have can to be a resident. Resident? Yeah. They, so this is the <laughs> United <laughs> States, like yes, New, right?
0: Citizen of New Jersey? Do I have to apply for that too? Wait. So you? So
3: did what you? What is your question, Ariel? Yeah. What do you mean? You vote where you live is your question? Yes. Yes, you vote where you yeah. live. You That's have to register
2: to vote where you live. By uh, the actually, way, still registered in Connecticut. Okay, so you registered to vote so you can't re- you can't vote in so, New York, so his vote counts no, from Connecticut.
0: Well, then you, what you just said was inc- incorrect, Mr. New York Craig. and by the way, what? let's you have to d-
2: register to vote there. What I haven't registered to vote in, t- in New York yet.
0: Can we just address the elephants in the room because you're probably thinking right now, wow, that doesn't sound like shitty zoom audio. Yes, this episode is oh. so big. New York Craig is in the building. yeah and
3: Mr and it's a Wednesday yeah Mr. Monday Wait. afternoon for the first time ever here on a Wednesday maybe. Maybe, possibly, but when you tease, you know the reunion. What, what, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, yeah that, that was a good tease. For a
0: lot that. of people said it was like WWE esque in terms of production value. Oh yeah! Shout out to high, GC for that. High levels. Oh, sorry. Um, the question was, and I and I got the answer that I suspected. If you're a resident of Georgia, you can't just go and vote in New York. No. So the question is, did you vote in Georgia?
2: No. Did you do a mail in? But he's not a resident. I lost my, my voting privileges in Georgia once I registered. Okay, so did you vote in Connecticut? In Connecticut? <laughs> no, I did not. So you didn't vote for anyone? Nope, not this time around. Wow.
0: Wait, by the way, I just asked you two minutes ago if you voted and you said yes. So yeah. right. GC's I have known vote to shaming? lie. Oh, jeez. Did you lie too, Frank? No. Stop
3: stop vote shaming.
0: I thought, I'm just curious. Listen, I'm a I'm voter. I'm a registered I, New York I feel like I'm allowed to ask this question.
1: State yeah, well, voter. I am a huge voter. I voted. I tried to vote twice and they said no, sir. <laughs> You can't, because <laughs> <laughs> you like it so much. Well, I know you're not supposed to ask who you voted
2: for, but you can ask people if they voted, right? Sure. Yeah. All right. But and you can ask you them who. Put them on the
3: spot, and now now
1: we have this whole it,
2: the, debate about. I know everybody's Instagram stories. You know, go out there, exercise your right. Yeah, rights. yeah. Shame the sticker. You if you didn't. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, don't no. even show your face if you didn't. So now you're putting me on this platform. Trying to out me as...
0: I'm not trying... I I, I thought, you know... I, Do you know I why
1: heard, he didn't vote? He was busy gambling. Wow.
0: Hey, uh, in California, I heard that they uh, they legalized it or something. Did I not see that? I saw it on Jedi's I think, feed. I think it got
2: denied, um, actually. I think oh, really? Yeah. Jeez Louise. That's no fun. Yeah, I no longer live in Connecticut, so, you know... Felt like I didn't really have a say in the elections there. I'm happy you said that
0: because a lot of people said that to me. Hey, what do you mean you're 40? You never voted for you know the Canadian elections and the Canadian elections. I was like, you know what? I don't live there. I don't feel like I should be voting, you know, on matters that don't really affect me. I think that's fair. So I think we agree in that regard. I just thought you're a big Herschel Walker guy, and not. I just, yeah, I just joking. absentee
2: baby. Just you know something I yes. heard the other
1: day that's interesting is the USA is actually like number 26 and the most democratic nations in the world. Like mm. we've been doing it a long time, but we're not like the best at the whole voting thing.
0: It's very disappointing. Um Nevertheless, uh, DC says you'll be here at around 1:40, so uh, no time Time to waste, guys. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep us on track here, and you guys just want to talk politics. It's very strange, Um, guys. We have some breaking news right off the bat. Moderator Lewis tells me that there's been a five-week streak of the first person to ask a question getting their question answered first, but today that streak is over. How about that?
3: Does that mean that the person who will be going first asks such a good question that it yeah. usurps? Yeah. Wow. He actually wrote this out to me That's, right here. There's a lot of pressure yeah. on, on this first question.
0: I have not read it. Let's see how good it is. James, what is up, Ariel? Loved oh. Monday's show. Why, why is that funny? I thought that was the question. <laughs> oh, just what is up, Ariel? Well, you know, Voted pretty excited. Uh, love Monday show. So if Izzy is able to get through Pereira on Saturday, which is no easy task, what does he do? Where does he go next? He's gone through the middleweight division and there doesn't seem to be any contenders that are prime and ready to be the next challenger. Everyone already had a title shot or is coming off a loss. Does he try his luck again at 205? I don't know. By the way, I tried to ask him this question on Monday. And rightfully so. He's sort of, you know, push that aside. I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk about that. Maybe I got this plan, that plan. But it does bring up a good question with regards to 185. You'll recall he mentioned Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland hasn't fought since the loss to Pereira, and uh, he got beat rather convincingly. So yeah, Here's here's the lineup underneath Izzy right now. And this, of course, is a testament to just how dominant he has been. Whitaker, beat him twice. Cannoneer, No one wants to see that again beat him in July. Vittori beat him twice. Alex, if he beats him, going to be impossible to run it back unless it's controversial. Brunson. Now Costa has become somewhat of a fan favorite. One fight left on his deal. Beat him once. Fighting Whitaker, February, tough test. Who knows? And then it's Strickland. And then it's Jack Hermanson. And then it's Darren Till. If Darren beats Strickis, do they give it to Darren? I mean, there's no great answer here. Who's the favorite... Guys, GC in a Izzy
2: Yeri fight at two hundred five. Uh, I would think it would be Yuri, uh, just with the size that he has and size. But the, but but uh,
0: matchup wise, yeah, skill wise, a better matchup for him
2: than Jan. Mm. It's tough, man, moving the division. I mean, we saw him yeah. struggle moving up to two hundred five already. Yeah, it is tough.
0: Yeah, there's no good answer there. There's whoever it is. If it's someone at 85, it's going to be someone who isn't on a great streak who does. I mean, this is quite the dominant run and Anderson dealt with it. GSP dealt with it. It's not new, but he's in the midst of that right now. And not only that, he's already lapped a couple guys. He lapped Whitaker, lapped Marvin. So no good answer. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Now, Lewis adds this. I have something to add once you've answered, James. With the division where it is, clean by Israel, could they run this fight again if it's of Yuri glover proportions? In victory, out of signing makes it 2-1 in the series, and the kickboxing history and storyline help make this a fight. Yeah, it's a great call by Lewis. If this is an incredible fight, a barn burner, a dog fight, an epic brawl, I could see them running it back. I mean, we're getting... Moreno Figueredo for the fourth time on January twenty first. Why not do this for the second time, fourth overall in the UFC? I could see that. Not sure it's gonna be that kind of fight, but I could see that. Did you guys hear my jaw just that cracked? Was, yeah, I was to say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I literally said, <laughs> did his jaw just crack? That yeah.
2: was wild.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh David. David Velasquez, which reminds me, top of the show, I should say, a hardy Mazotov to the Kane Velasquez family, free Cain. Justice finally served, at least for now, for Kane Velasquez and his family. In case you missed it yesterday, he uh, finally was able to uh, get out on bail, million dollars, posted that. He's back home, first time in eight months. Uh, what a heartbreaking story. A story that I felt, I mean, who the hell am I? But it just felt like if, if the guy that he um, allegedly tried to attack was out, and he allegedly did what has been reported he did. And this guy is free. And Kane, who reacted as a parent, is still behind bars for eight months. I mean, heartbreaking stuff. And so it feels like justice was served, at least for now. He's able to go back and be with his family during what I suspect is a very, very tough time. And then we'll see how the process plays out. So, really, really great news. And um, I was reminded of that. And I saw the video of him leaving the, uh, I guess, the, the jail cell I, you know the, the establishment prison I don't know exactly what that was government building um, and he just seemed honestly at, at peace and filled with uh, gratitude and love and Kane is such a nice humble soft spoken guy expect nothing less from him and that's why this whole story was so shocking and heartbreaking because he's a gentle giant uh, no one speaks poorly of Kane Velasquez everyone loves him everyone admires him Um, And so I just wish him the best. And David's last name reminded me of that. So happy we can uh, rejoice about that great news. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to DC about that later in the show. Great show Monday with the CKB boys, David says. Two questions. Will Izzy get an immediate rematch if he loses on Saturday? That's a good question. I think so, right?
3: No? He'd be 0-3. No. He doesn't get an immediate rematch? No, I'm saying... UFC is not counting right his two kickboxing losses. I think he. Would what get if he gets knocked out? I mean, Kamara Usman got knocked out. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get a rematch against Leon Edwards. I I think Israel has earned um that right, and and will probably get that right. Don't you? Like I feel yeah, like it's
0: it's the right thing to do. Also, who else is out there? I mean, I guess I, there's a bunch of fresh matchups. Whitaker, for Alex, yeah. yeah.
3: There, there is. They, they could keep the, the train rolling if they wanted, but it, it, I think Izzy has to, right?
0: Yeah, I agree. Number two, does it seem plausible that the winner of Poirier-Chandler would leapfrog Dariush to fight Islam for the lightweight belt if Volk is a no-go? Golly. I'll tell you what. Winner of Poirier-Chandler, bigger draw. But I mean, that would be a tough sell. Those guys already fought for the belt and lost. Pory on multiple occasions, tough sell. Would be the bigger fight, the money fight, all that stuff, uh, but I think it would be a tough sell. So I'd say no, but crazier things have happened, and I certainly wouldn't rule it out. Carl, hello, Ariel Hawani Hello, Carl. If Izzy wins on Saturday, he will hold wins over eight fighters – at the top 15, not to mention two decisive wins over Whitaker and Vittori. Assuming a win on Saturday, does Izzy claim the spot as the greatest middleweight in MMA history, or is he just a homeless cat? (laughs) Um, uh, I don't know, man. Anderson started his, his runs. How many title defenses did Anderson have? I think he had 10, 11, something like that. Certainly, number two, definitely in the conversation, don't know if he's quite there yet, at the moment. Do you agree with that in your
3: I think it's Silva for now. For now. Um, but I think he's making a very strong case. And if he keeps this going, I, I don't think there's any doubt he can eclipse him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: the the run that Silva was on in his prime was very special. And I think Izzy's stacking up, but it's not quite there yet.
0: I think he's getting close, right? He's getting close but not quite there yet. Um, Definitely the closest that anyone has ever been. Alec, top of the morning, Ariel. Was curious why you are so against interim titles. I think most of the time they are dumb and unneeded, but from what I understand, interim champs get the pay-per-view points that most challengers don't get. Yes, I've said this. I I think I'm the one who who has reported this, right? So why don't you push for more of them just for the fact of more fighter pay. Thank you and good day, brother. So that's the thing, right? Uh, I've said that. I said that to Arnold Allen last week. I don't love when they introduce them just for the sake of selling a pay-per-view, but I love the fact that they get pay-per-view points if they win. So yes, I'm torn. Ultimately, does it matter? No, who cares? If I had to pick... Do you want them or do you not? Of course, I'd say yes, because they get the pay-per-view points. But it would be nicer if they can just, you know, there was a series of fights that they made back in 2018 or so. And those felt like, you know, they were just making, you know, there was like the Colby fight against RDA. There was, uh, there was just a series, I I can't remember now because it feels like it was so long ago, but there was just a bunch of weird interim title fights. And that felt like, you know, It felt like they were watering them down, watering the belts, the official belts down. They don't really do them anymore. And I think these days, whenever they do them, it's warranted, like with the Moreno fight this past summer. So I don't hate them as much. Amy, can you shed some light on what is next for Valentina and why haven't we seen her in so long? I think it's partially because you know, there isn't a clear cut. They might be waiting for Tyla. Grasso Mano, although I just saw Mano had surgery. And I still maintain that Amanda Nunes should be her next challenger. I think that they should beef up that Brazil card. Charles isn't going to be on it. He said that already. And by the way, what is up with that freaking... I, I, I went out with my family on Friday. I come back and there's a tweet that says that I reported that it's going to be Charles Oliveira versus someone, oh, uh, Faziev in Brazil. I never even hinted at that. I never even insinuated that that wasn't in the works. I never even, like, sa- I never even leaned in that direction. I don't know. Was that just a complete troll job? I don't know, but the thing exploded. And even Charles himself addressed it. And what was notable about that was he said that he's not going to be ready. For January, that he wants some time off. So with that in mind, I think you need to beef it up even more, more important to beef it up. And I think you got to go with Nunes versus Shevchenko. Who else is there? Who is there for Nunes and who is there for Shevchenko? Can't think of anyone else. That's what I'd like to see. Nunes, Shevchenko three in Brazil. Why haven't we heard anything? I think it's because there isn't a clear cut. And, you know, they're, I mean, look how long it took them to finalize the December plans. So I suspect in the next month, we'll hear something. Andrew, hello, Ariel. Are they really about to screw over Volk after everything he just did for them? I feel like if they go with Yair, the hype for Islam versus Volk dies out going forward just because the fight was right there in front of us. Much love for Massachusetts. I don't know, man. I saw the tweet from Volk. I see the back and forth of the Islam. I see the Yair tweet. And then I start asking around. I'm like, yeah, they did throw out. Let's do Volk versus Yair. And I'm like, what? How, after all that? Now, is it a question of Islam wouldn't be ready for February and you need Voke on that February card in Perth? All right, fine. But February's in three months from now. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me to not do this now. It's perfect. Like I said, no clear-cut guy at 45. Only one guy that has a real gripe at 55. He doesn't really seem to care all that much. At least that's not what he's saying publicly. And also... Uh, you know, he just met with Dana White. I saw the picture. He seems happy with where he's at. Make that fight. That's the big fight for Perth. What else are you going to do for Perth? That's a big time fight. I mean, Volk fighting anyone is big time enough for that area, but this is special stuff. So, yes, it doesn't feel like it's as clear cut. Their team seems confident that they will get it done, but uh, a little dicey there as of late last week. Volk is in town. I think he's doing media day tomorrow. So, we'll get more answers. I'm sure people will ask him about it, but uh, yeah, it felt clear cut. On October 22nd, they were in the cage. They shook hands. They hugged it out. It was all nice. He called them short. And then it's like, wait a second. Maybe we're going to go in a different direction. Now, the thing you have to understand about doing these champion versus champion fights is, you know, you're using up two champion slots. I get it. You know, as opposed to Islam fighting someone and Volk fighting someone. But come on, make that fight. That's the special fight. I mean, it's very rare when it just feels that clean. Plus, he was the backup fighter. He weighed in. He did all that work. He's in the cage. Come on. Eyes are all weird. Matt, what is your early prediction for number of pay-per-view buys for the PFL card? Golly, not sure it will be indicative of future pay-per-views given the poor timing and loss of Burgos, but I'm interested to see if Kayla can sell it all. I mean, Black Friday... There's there's stuff going on. World Cup will be going on. I know they're not going head-to-head with it because it'll be during the day, but it's going to get lost in the shuffle, right? Is there football on Friday, on Black Friday? There's college, right? Yeah, college football. No NFL, but I think next year they're doing NFL on Amazon, right? Yep. I read that, which is a brilliant move on Amazon's part. Um, what, what do you guys think? 30000 if that? 20000 yeah, It's tough
2: to put a number on it. I will not be buying it. You're going to go, right? Yeah, it's because yeah. I'll be in attendance. Yeah, that's good. I'll be at the old Hulu Theater. I don't know. What do you think, New York?
0: I don't think you heard You might have to tee that oh. one up again. What do you, you think, us. New York? How many pay-per-views for uh, PFL? Oh, boy. 30? <laughs> 20? 15?
3: Yeah, it's not going to do well. It's just...
0: Possible 10? Less than 10? I don't... I, I... This
2: one
3: doesn't there make any sense no, to yeah, me. Yeah, there's no baseline. You, you can't establish a baseline because this is a one-of-one, one, um, in my opinion, premature for a card that is a good card. That doesn't need um, to have that additional pressure uh, and expectation placed on it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm also planning to be there. Um, and I'm sure that there will be a lot of fans in New York that that uh, end up going to that. But
0: doesn't make sense to me. The pay-per-view just doesn't Should have put this sense. on ESPN, Linear. Right? You want to showcase your best.
3: Linear and plus. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> you put it on for the stream the people who are your loyal fans who are streaming every event, and you put it on, on TV. By the way,
0: I'm looking at the chat right now, GC. Ben Davis says he's gonna shoot a double leg on you when he sees you.
2: Sick. Can't wait. Oh yeah, he's gonna be here for PFL. Can't make it for UFC, but
0: Wow. We see where his uh allegiances are. Uh new color.
2: No, play by play guy, right? Ben the Bane. Empire MMA, I think, a little yeah. Colombian action. I right, now that's I wonder bad. is he gonna fly to Colombia? I would hope so. What do you think he's gonna do one of those remote deals? I don't know, Colombia. That's that's an exciting trip. It's exotic. Uh
0: I have no idea. Burgos is a hit. I don't know how big of a hit it is, but uh I think anywhere between ten and fifty is a fair answer, and I am really, really curious to see. Also, the price point a little high, right? Thought it could be a little bit uh cheaper than that, so we'll see. But tough time, a lot going on, would have been nice, free, linear, plus, sit back, eat your uh, your leftover sandwich there, right? I know Frank's a big leftover sandwich guy. Yes. A little uh, cranberry sauce, a little stuffing. Actually, just turkey and mustard.
1: Seriously? I Weird. can't believe this is such a shocker to you wow. guys. It's
2: over Thanksgiving sandwiches, turkey and mustard. I don't even wait till the next day, like after I'm done with the main
1: course i'm like yo where's the roll and the yellow mustard
2: the yellow mustard and mustard feels like an everyday thing yeah but it's like
1: a nice no stuffing roasted no cranberry i mean that was all in the main entree what's the move gc
2: i mean come on dude like you gotta pile this thing up yeah stuffing the cranberry sauce i mean whatever you got you guys doing friends? friendsgiving we're doing Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought
0: you were doing Friendsgiving.
2: I mean, we'll be here on Thanksgiving, a little Macy's Day Parade action. That's right. Where's the meal? I haven't decided yet. Hopefully somewhere we can get a meal and watch the Bills at noon. Bills. A but little double-hitter there.
1: Please, God.
0: Um, who's cooking? Or no cooking?
2: Yeah, hopefully just a restaurant.
0: Oh, you're not going to do like a traditional... I feel like you're a big traditional guy. I mean, I am,
1: but... that would entail me doing a lot of cooking (laughs) just uh I feel like Frank's a big cook Frank you cooking man I cooked last year so this year we're doing takeout yeah All right.
0: well you're doing takeout what's GC doing now Um, that's what I said we're were doing doing takeout yeah we are the we is including GC GC said restaurant you said takeout
1: well same difference
0: Uh, Alfredo, hi, Ariel, quick question for you. I know Volk versus Islam is likely next. We'll see. But in your opinion, has the allure of the double champ status gone down over the years? Mm, I mean, who's done it recently? Not that many people. Izzy tried and failed, right? So it's clearly tough. His stock didn't really take a hit. All right. Other than Volk going for it, I don't see any hype behind any of the current champions going for double time status in the near future. Shout out to the MA crew. No, I actually strongly disagree. I think this is what makes it special because there was a period there not that long ago where everyone and their mom was doing it. Now, it's a little more unique. It's a little more special. And it feels like the stars are aligning here for at least him trying to do it. And Izzy failing when it seemed like everyone thought, if memory serves me correct, Izzy was a pretty big favorite going into that Jan fight. Uh, I think a lot of people were dismissing Jan. So, yeah. It actually feels more special now than it did back in the day. So I disagree. Vin, hello, Ariel. I have been wondering, isn't it unfair for Freestyle Fighting Jim and Joe Lopez not to be mentioned along with Volkanovski's success? I mention them all the time. In fact, I mention them... And speaking to Eugene on Monday, day to day, I feel like the fans and media like are giving credit to CKB for what Alex has done so far without considering the fact that Alex isn't a full-time member there. As always, thanks for keeping us entertained. Yeah, that is a thing. This reminds me, I talk about this all the time, when GSP would train once in a while with uh, Freddie Roach and people would always talk about how Freddie Roach helped him with his boxing when in reality it was Faraz and the guys at TriStar. We sometimes get attached to the more you know known figures popular figures whatever you want to call them and we dismiss some of the lesser known guys joe lopez isn't a guy to you know brag or go out there seek media attention and and neither is eugene by the way i mean blown away can i just say blown away by eugene on monday the more i think about the way he spoke his demeanor his candor his delivery you don't get this in any sport you don't get a coach speaking about their star or stars the way in which he spoke about his stars i mean it was just really i mean you never see it in mma ever uh you see quite the opposite but the way he spoke was pretty excuse me my waterfall what what happened there my waterfall right. uh was pretty incredible now does joe get the credit that he deserves probably not um alex is a sort of member adjacent if you will of ckb um, but, uh, yeah, you could say he doesn't get the credit. I feel like I always mentioned Joe and I mentioned him to, uh, to Eugene on Monday. Interesting note there from Eugene where he said that, uh, he wasn't in favor of Alex moving up. That's what I love about Eugene. He just offers this stuff up. Like there is no sugarcoating. There's no fear of backlash. There's no worrying. He just tells it like it is. And then he just walks out, has no idea what the people are saying online. It's incredible. Olajuwon Dream, my guy. What up, Ariel? GSP has recently said that he is now free from his UFC contract. He hasn't completely ruled out returning to some type of combat sports as long as it is properly organized and for a good cause. If GSP was to return to combat sports, who would you like to see a matchup against? And in what sport? Have a great show today. P.S. So hyped for DC in studio. Yes, so am I. Equally as hyped for the card this Saturday too. Izzy, and still? Um, I got to be honest with you guys. Unless it's some like... Grappling thing. I really don't think we're seeing GSP in any form of combat. Like nothing that he's getting punched in the face for. Uh, You know, like in speaking to him off air at the Jake Paul fight last month in in Arizona, this guy has no part of his body that is telling him that he wants to do this. Like there is not one shred of DNA. In his body that says, I want to do this, I miss this, I want to get back in there, I want one more fight, I want one... He had his moment, actually five years ago today, he was in studio after the Bisping fight. He had his moment in the sun, he had his incredible comeback fight, he became double champ, and I think it's out of his system. Now there was this opportunity against De La Hoya, he's gotten a little bit older since. I really don't see him doing anything like we've seen the likes of you know Anderson do, Tito Ortiz do, etc., I just don't see it happening. Eh, A grappling thing here, a karate, not even a karate combat thing, because that's, you know, punches and kicks. Don't see it happening. I really don't. I would be very, 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 very surprised if he comes back to fight in a ring or in a cage. Grappling, like I said, okay, could be different. But uh, honestly, I'd be shocked based on what he was saying to me. So, yes, he's free and that's nice and I'm happy for him. And it's crazy that he has to wait five years to be free. And I think he's cool with that. But there, I don't think there's any part of him that wants to come back, that is needs to come back, that wishes he could come back, that is itching to come back, anything of that sort. Matt Mo, dear Lord Ariel. Hello, Matt. A few weeks ago when you had one championship CEO, Shatri Sitcho Tong, on your show, you asked him about his plans to bring one to American markets. Chhatree stated that Rich Franklin would be going state to state, commission to commission to get one's rule set approved, primarily knees to the head of grounded opponents. My question is, how likely do you think American commissions are to accept knees to the head on the ground and adopt the one rule set? And would this mean if a commission approves it, that the UFC would also have the choice to adopt the knees? How do you see this playing out? Well, to answer the second question first, no, I don't think the UFC would adopt this. To answer the first question, I think that they would go to states like Colorado, which have been okay with this rule set. I don't think they're going to the traditional, you know, Nevada's New York. I don't know. Um, I I wouldn't say Florida. They're a little funky Texas too, but you know, like those California, I don't, I don't think they're doing those States. I think there's States where they would go a Colorado. I've heard that already have these approved and you know, they'll, just stick to those. So I actually don't think there's gonna be a lot of work done if you catch my drift. I think some of these, um, and I've heard Colorado could be a, a candidate, already have these uh rules in place. Thank you to Ariel G C New York Grick and Mysterious Frank for being the Mount Rushmore of Minches. Wow. How do you guys feel about that compliment? Huge title. I
2: mean.
1: Can't beat that, right, Frank? Yeah. I'm gonna put that on my business card. Right now.
0: I thought he was going to say like the Mount Rushmore of uh, you know MMA shows or something like that,
1: but
3: I yeah, honestly, I don't even want that responsibility. I'm opting out of Mount Rushmore of mentioned. And
1: sure. the fourth face on the Mount Rushmore will be Rick. Okay,
3: I'm out.
0: Well, we'll put a grumpy a, face at that.
1: We could put Joe in there, Corporate Alex, Andy. You know,
0: does Mount Rushmore have to be four? Can you guys name the four faces on the Mount Rushmore right now, Off the top of your head, no googling? Obama. Trump,
2: Carter, and Reagan.
0: <laughs> what a foursome.
2: Honestly, can you? Theodore Roosevelt, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, uh, Abe Lincoln. Wow. Bingo, pass my citizenship test. I can vote again.
0: I don't... Yeah. yeah. Is it TJ? Is TJ up there?
2: Oh, yeah. TJ's up there. Can't leave TJ off of there.
0: All right. I, I know about the other three. I wasn't sure about TJ. What's his big claim to fame?
1: Something, um... Electricity? <laughs> that's BF. No, isn't
0: that... uh No, that's isn't that Thomas Edison? No. Okay, so... I don't think it's BF, bro. He, There's he, a story the with claim, the kite yeah, Cah- yeah, Cah- and the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah
2: I, think that's, I think that's an urban legend. It definitely is not. Wait, but
0: isn't Tom, Thomas Edison as the light bulb?
1: Yeah, well, he took credit for it. Wow!
2: Controversial? So
1: it yeah, like, Thomas Edison's looked at us as, like... The Elon Musk of his: Wow. Period. Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think that's kind of a bad thing. Oh, By the way, Wow. what's going
0: on? Uh, could we get an update on the whole Twitter situation developing story near Crick? This morning, my verified was on the left. now it's back yep. on the right. then I see an official thing. now it's gone. What's going on over there?
3: You are seeing the changes to the platform happening in real time is what you're seeing. This is fun. My understanding is the official tags are removed now. Why did they introduce them? Because, you know, remember when we had the initial conversation, my my message to you was chill out? V- no. Well, yes. But verified doesn't mean verified anymore, right? Like the the people were, were all in a tizzy about the blue checks, right? The verified check. But verified is just now premium status that you can purchase. The official tag was what was previously the verification or intended to be what was previously the ver- verification, where um now it is showing reputable people notable people media websites things like that um but i think they're eliminating it and i think who the the honest answer is who knows hour to hour minute to minute elon's kind of running this how he wants to run it and we'll see what happens in his theater um but yeah i mean i also i have to admit I'm a little over everybody freaking about uh, freaking out about these moment-to-moment changes when they have no impact on anything. Okay, truly so significant. I'm happy that you said that because I wanted to read a tweet that you uh, put out. Oh, there. this is from me. Yes, at 6:30 uh,
0: p.m. yesterday. Hit me. Quote: Hope we cross the threshold. Yep. Of whining enough about or bemoaning the new Twitter verification stuff for Elon to change his mind. Cross fingers. First of all, I wasn't sure if you were talking about me. I wasn't sure if there was like some shade there. Second of all,
3: no, no. read this 5 times still not sure what you're talking about here. It's it's sarcasm, Ariel. No, I understand. But what do you, it, it I am I've I feel like there's a collective feeling on Twitter that like if everybody whines enough about it, all of a sudden something's going to happen and it, it's not. Just enough. <laughs> I I don't need There's to a lot of your, threatening, right? You're your whining tweets about what's going to happen on this verification process. Like get off the platform, stay on the platform. Enough. Like, what
0: about the people who are like, I'm starting my own. Here's a Google Doc. God bless. <laughs> what does that even mean, a Google God Doc? God bless. What are we all just supposed to like log into your Google Doc exactly. and talk about random shit? What is going on here? Am I supposed to say who's on the MaR on this random person's
3: Google Doc? The, there's a lot of complaining, and I'm I'm saturated because You've of my enough. life is well my job is entirely on social media so i have to my eyeballs are bleeding from people complaining about the verification process when they know nothing about it and what's going to happen and are already predicting doom and gloom uh, it's and great theater the i must say whine about it it's amazing
0: theater like I, I feel like this is like a true you know a true mystery right now every day yeah. you check so why by the way why did the verify tab get moved no idea. Hmm. I was very confused there.
3: But what I think is, Elon Musk is obviously playing this very trans or transparent in public. Transparently might not be the right word. He's doing in, air quotes. He's doing he's doing it in public, right? Um, and people are not used to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like if something was like this was normally happening in, happening in another scenario, this would all be happening behind the scenes, and then there'd be a press release, and this and that would come out. He's doing it very publicly, which is causing people to freak out but like if any other social platform were to move the verification thing from one place to another it wouldn't be like oh my god what is happening here elon Musk does it again so i think we need to calm down all collectively a little bit and uh just recognize that we don't know what's going on and maybe he doesn't recognize what's going on but i can't be assured of that um at the moment let's let's all calm down all right and see what happens
2: keep in mind rick uh, drives a tesla.
3: Oh, I do drive a tesla. Oh, wow. That's a great point. I love Tesla. Tesla uh what a what a company. I love Tesla. No, I that doesn't mean I, I, you know tri, uh that's fair for Connor to say that. Uh zero allegiance to Elon Musk. Don't care one way or another. Um but I will stand behind that product all day. I agree with Rick.
1: Uh, in terms of Tesla or Tesla of being a great company, good product, yeah. It doesn't matter at all who they're using as their spokesperson. Yeah. 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 I've never it Doesn't affect me one way or, or.
3: another about, but that company uh I stand behind very very firmly.
0: All right, there's your Twitter update from social media expert. <laughs> <laughs> should should the make update that into is a that there's no update. I know. I, mean, I just saw what's... I
3: saw the tweet. I wasn't sure if it was shade. I didn't at you? I wasn't sure if it was a No, uh, I feel like you're whining not at all about it. Like yeah, are I'm you over it. Are you uh, by the way, complaining I'm about not, this? I've not complained about it once. All I yeah, said so was, I, heard, I hope it burns you? to the ground. Oh, no. So then why would it be at you? <laughs> I was a I'm sick of the complaints. I'm just sick of the... We name names. Who's complaining the most right now? If I mean, Reddit, that, that list is would be too long. long. <laughs> every single every single person
1: on Twitter, seemingly, is complaining about this. And it feels like Reddit has become Twitter.
3: Oh, now it's going to be 20. Now it's going to be 8. I can't believe this. Like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Go, go away.
0: Yeah, seriously. If you're that... I mean, really. Get a life. Enough. Honestly, I would like my blue tick to be go to to go away if only so I could feel for a moment what it's like to be a common folk you know I mean it might it might honestly it,
3: I know that was a little bit tongue in cheek or maybe not a it's lot. a little into the psyche uh, but it may like that's fine they're they're not guaranteeing as far as like what I read about that uh, official tag that was previously there and then isn't like it's not like guaranteed that anybody would have that. The one that's separate from the purchasable one. Right, right, right. So we'll see. We'll see where you fall. We'll we'll see where you, where you really stand when the chips fall. Uh, Eliezer Katz says, Shalom Ariel,
0: Shalom. Why is Dan Hooker on the main card? He lost three out of four by finish and is fighting a no name. Meanwhile, Dom Reyes, who only lost two current or former champs is on the prelims. Whatever. So if you like Dom Reyes, be happy that he's fighting for free. Molly's a bigger name than both Hooker or Reyes, yet she is also in the prelims. The main card lineups have been questionable recently. Isn't that good? Don't you want that? I mean, I guess if you have to pay for it, but ultimately, who cares? If you're watching both, what does it matter? Big names on the prelims, no names on the pay-per-view main card. Todarabahi, not sure I agree, my bro. Uh, Lewis adds this, it's tough when there's no context for what a bigger name means, so I thought I'd grab... The totals of cards headlined plus their social following. I mean, how great is Lewis? He put together a chart for me. Dan Hooker has headlined two cards, 217,000 followers on Twitter, 443 on Instagram, total 660. Molly McCann headlined zero cards, 135K on Twitter, 481 on Instagram, total 616. Dominic Reyes has headlined three cards, 84K on Twitter, 295 on Instagram, total 379. I'm not great at math, but that's almost half of what Hooker has. Now, do they always go this way? No. Do they always listen to this stuff? No. But valuable context? I don't think it's that big of a deal. Gilbert. Hello, Ariel. My question is, and this might piss off a lot of people, but don't you think that what we're seeing out of Jake Paul is the closest thing that we've had to Conor McGregor. I remember every Conor McGregor fight other than the Dennis Seaver fight, thinking, his, thinking this has to be the one that he bit off more than you can chew. And every time Conor shocked me, at first I was not a believer in any way, shape, or form, telling all my friends who are Jake Paul Marks that he's about the AK owed by aspirin, that he's about the AK owed by aspirin. What does that mean?
3: about to get k.o'd by aspirin probably. Oh, right? He spelled he wrote aspirin.
0: Yeah, I guess. About, maybe, maybe a voice note or Yeah, who knows. Uh, he's about to get killed by Woodley, he's about to get killed by Silva. Honestly, I don't know what the ceiling is for this dude and him calling out Canelo seems exactly like Conor McGregor calling out Floyd. Am I crazy? I'll say this. Um yep. One second. Is Alex down there? Did he did Alex he's, leave? Yeah, he's not in Uh, they're telling me, I mean, this is crazy. This is what it's like dealing. He's like, come down. Um, does Alex know what DC looks like? Uh... <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I mean, I just said... Uh, uh, It was. I mean, I just wanted to know. His, I feel like his, I mean, he's right there. But I don't know. Um, does DC know what Alex looks like? That's a great question. That is a great question. Uh, the answer is unequivocally no. <laughs> he's never met Alex. Uh, I mean, maybe the uh, the old days he met Alex, um, but certainly doesn't remember Alex. Maybe someone could call Alex and see if he's uh, if he's found them, if he's located them. That would be great. Anyway, Um, back... He's being called right now. All right, thanks. Um, I do get some sort of deja vu when we talk about Jake and especially the aftermath because it does feel... Look, I'm not going to compare their skills, but it does feel reminiscent of the Connor mania, if you will. I remember always getting annoyed with Jeff Wagenheim on the beat. And he's like, "Uh, oh, you know, we uh, we still need to wait and see. He still hasn't done enough. He still hasn't proven his worth. He still hasn't done this, that, or the other. And uh, it's the same type of narrative. Now, of course, Jake, a lot younger, the opponents are different, all that stuff and more. But uh, there are some similarities there. And and even like Jake going up there and going, ah, reminding me of Connor. It feels like he is playing some of the hits and the backlash is somewhat similar can't compare their resumes, the opponents, all that stuff. But yeah, I, I I see what Gilbert is saying here. I understand where he is coming from. I, um, I see the similarities. And I 100% think the moment he loses will be reminiscent of when Diaz beat McGregor, 100%. And especially if he gets knocked out, 100% remember when McGregor lost to Diaz, like people were dancing, you know, they were incredibly happy and tried to rub it in his face. Connor did a great job of disarming everyone and just kind of showed up and took it on the chin and was like, all right, yeah, cool. I'll be back and I'll fight him again and I'll beat him. I mean, he handled that loss better than anyone has in the history of MMA, dare I say, fighting. Didn't shy away from it, didn't cry, didn't, uh, and there's nothing wrong with any of that, but like he just went up there, took it like a champ and said, I'll be back. And he did come back. So yeah, I see the similarities, and you know I think Jake was a fan of Connors, and I think he's still a fan of Connors, and so no surprise, right? No surprise that he's uh, emulating some of the steps, and no surprise that people are reacting to him the same way. He, I mean, he's playing some of the same hits. I got my uh, soccer water bottle here, guys. Wow, ahead? that is noisy, yeah. annoying. Any uh, so? I mean, I got a really. I'm a little nervous here. Uh, have we have we located DC? Yes, we have. DC S- in the wild? Yes. Okay.
1: I mean, you saw the chat, right?
0: I wasn't sure because he... Um, it was in all caps. Re- it was in all caps, so I couldn't see it. Okay. Uh, Dominic, Hilwani, I know you spent time with the family over the weekend, but I was wondering if you had watched or seen any of the WWE Crown Jewel event, and if you'd be willing to share your thoughts since you didn't really talk about it on Monday. Cheers to you and the crew. Well, what about Logan Paul? I mean, this guy has had three matches now, uh, no business being as good. And, and not only is he good, have you guys seen his frog splash? The guy gets up there like he's uh, D'Lo Brown. I mean, the frog splash is insane. He's doing the kickback thing like Shawn Michaels and The Rock. He is out of this world. He's been doing this for less than a year. He's had three matches, and one of them was a tag match. Again, I know it's fun to crap on these guys, but how do you not respect them? And I will say this. Jake's work punches need a little work. And sometimes when you get guys who are so used to punching full force, it doesn't look great. But I don't know why he was falling. Did you guys see he was like punching and then he was falling? Needed a little work with the hooks. Needed a little hook, uh, work with the, the right hands. But uh, overall, I thought it was a huge success. The only bad part about it was he tore every ligament in his knee and is probably going to be out for quite some time. Probably rules him out of WrestleMania, but they've got a star on their hands. I I probably I think Logan would be better off as a heel. Heel or not, his athleticism. I don't know how you watch that. You watch those clips, and I see the comments even to him, like "oh scripted, fake, this, that, and the other." I don't know how you watch that, and that is your initial reaction. I don't know how you actually watch that and and say to yourself, "oh yeah, that's." fake, that's scripted, as opposed to, holy shit, that is athletic, scripted or not, doing that in front of a live audience, jumping as high as he does, doing the moves, hanging in there with a pro's pro, an all-time great like Roman Reigns, making it seem as, like that is incredibly hard, and that takes so much skill and talent, especially for someone who's been doing this for less than a year, and has had only three matches, and one of those was a tag match, which he competed in 50% of. I mean, it's it's really, 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 really impressive. Um, and he has found his calling. I mean, I wouldn't even entertain boxing anymore. He has found his calling, and I hope that the knee injuries don't uh, stunt his growth and don't sideline him for too long. Rest of the show was okay. always feel a little bit weird about the Saudi shows, if I'm being honest. Rest of the shows were okay. I'm looking forward to the War Games pay-per-view, because I think the War Games gimmick is tremendous, and it gives uh, – a bit of a shake up, I think, to these Survivor Series cards that have felt a little mundane as of as of late. Um I do think I'll say this. I do think the product has slowed down a little bit. The momentum has slowed down a little bit. It's not as, you know, on fire. And that wasn't gonna stay and last forever, but it does feel like it's a little bit stagnant right now. So let's see what happens at, at War Games. Curious to see who the next guy will be for Roman. And um and yeah you know, like I said, and everyone got mad, like all of this goes in waves. Like I'm looking forward to MJF getting a shot at the belt in New Jersey in a couple weeks, 10 days. That would be huge for AEW. All of this is in waves. And that's the fun thing about having two competing brands. One time one's on top, the other's on bottom, vice versa. It was an okay card. The main event was fantastic. It was very fun. It was, um, I bet more entertaining than most expected. I could see some people out there saying like, hey, he was a little too competitive. But I mean, I don't think you want him to get completely beaten down, right? You don't want it to be so one-sided. Maybe a little more in Roman's favor, but now we're nitpicking. Any sign of DC? Mm, Nothing yet. Oh, getting ready. Very exciting. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I could talk about anything else. Oh, I think I see. Is that him? Holy shit. I think I see him through the window. What are we waiting for? He's banging on the door. This freaking guy. Guys, and there's Cassandra too. Wow, guys. Okay, let's take a break. Andy, let's take a break from the, um, the questions. My friends, this is a big deal. 17 months in the making. A partnership, a union, a tag team, a brotherhood that was born in the darkest of times. Like a phoenix, we rose from the ashes to shed a light on the great sport of MMA. And there we were every Monday, just two friends, me locked in my house, him going to Home Depot and Kmart to get sunflower seeds. And it was a thing. And it was supposed to be just a stopgap. It was supposed to be just a holdover. And it became an institution. Unfortunately... It was cut short. But that didn't end the friendship. That didn't end the union. That didn't end the brotherhood. That will never die. It's one that dates back to the Apple Store back in 2010 prior to his strike force debut against Gary Frazier. It's one that dates back through the highs and the lows of all the big fights in the UFC to UFC 87, 187, and the promo, and the John Jones fights, and MSG, and everything in between, before, and afterwards. It's an incredible... Friendship that is now back. Ah, look at wow.
1: Wow.
0: Are my eyes deceiving me? Look at me? this guy. No,
1: no, no, no. Look up. Wait I, a
4: second. We got to hug. Brothers got to <laughs>
1: hug.
4: Look at this. Oh. oh, look at this. Look at this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't ever try to pick me up. Let's That's enough, up. I'm man. So, I'm so happy. Look That's at enough. this. Daniel Cormier. Hey, Ariel. Ariel. Vina Vandredova. Hey, um, yeah, Doug. What's up? What's up, Doug? You made me really
0: nervous. Hello, hey. to as Well, I'm getting hard outs. This, this is crazy. Look at this logo right here. Is
4: DraftKings? You see that DraftKings yeah, logo? That's where I'm going right now. Yeah, they can That's wait. where I'm going. No, they can't wait. Seventeen months. They, I can't. I, was, I, be, I can't believe. I like the slow build. I've always been a fan of the slow build. I can't. Look at look at all the. I mean, I just broke. Him. Look at. Oh, I broke.
0: Him. <laughs> you broke this. Look at all. The mementos that I have in your honor here. Can I? Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm being honest, there's one there. I feel like you might like, Uh, you might
4: value me as a a,
0: friend. What about the fact that over my shoulder for the past 17 months, you have been there? There was a brief stretch. Well, no, that was bad whenever you knocked me down. down. Well, that was part
4: of the reason I didn't come last year. Yeah, well. I felt betrayed a little bit. That's weird because I took it down because you didn't come. No, 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 no. It was before. No, it was No, because when you were buddying up to Pat McAfee. Yeah, I know. You were buddying up to McAfee and you took me down because of McAfee. And then McAfee turned his back on you. He did turn. It on. I haven't talked to him I since, looked, since. I ripped. You pissed him off. Yeah. You can't do that to guys like that. I can't believe. You know, we never did a single show together. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't, dude. We did the first the radio, radio show. That's right. We did the that, radio. Yeah, see, yeah, you're yeah, always see, trying to yeah, yeah. like fucking. <laughs> you're always trying to lie. But this is a big deal. It's a big deal for me. It means a ton to me. Does it? Yeah, it does. I mean, I haven't been here forever. You know. I think the last time I came here was. Uh, I think this is the same studio. It is the same studio. Yeah, I came here with. Was it when I fought in New York? No, that was ESPN. Oh, when yeah, you were fighting right Derek ESPN, Lewis, yeah, yeah that was before that. When I fought in Buffalo, I came down yes, here. Yes, yes. To, uh, Anthony Johnson, i with you. Yeah, yeah. See, wow. I've always kind of been like the guy. I don't even know what to say. A lot of people said this wouldn't happen. A Why? lot of
0: people didn't believe that you would come. You're a very busy guy.
4: You got a lot of things going Did, on. Yeah, I. I, you, on I, first I you saw, you saw my first take. this morning take, literally five minute walk from. Yeah, here. but then I had to drive back forty five yeah. minutes because I got another I told job. told you Not to do that. But like, congratulations! Volume, you like that? The volume, volume. sports. Dog <laughs> <laughs> boy yeah, just yeah. secured oh, the wait. bag. We have
0: so much to talk about. We'll talk about that as well. We don't have time. We basically have five minutes. I've just been told. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. Um, but of course, I I mean, can't
4: be, I mean I'm just kind of like it. feels comfortable. It, it feels does, nice. Does it feel good. Does oh, it, it, it feels, pretty nice. it, feels yeah, it feels
0: right. Very nice, nice, right? Yeah, it feels nice. Would be your miss if I don't. Uh, Wish you a National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. What? Today. Could you believe that? Where's my fried yes. chicken sandwich? It's funny that you should say that. Here's oh! your fried chicken sandwich. GC see up in this? Let
4: me see. Let me see. Yeah, Make sure this ain't Popeye's. It is Popeye's. Not eating it, bro. You're not eating it because of Derek Lewis? I've I've written them off. No, it's KFC. I used to love, no. This ain't KFC. No, it's Popeyes. It's a Popeyes chicken. Look, I know my chicken sandwich. You're not gonna eat it. <laughs> no. We got this for you on it National doesn't.
0: Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. Not it's only national. that, DC. Could you imagine this? You talk about a friendship that is bigger than blood. What is it? National Louisiana Day today. Today? Is? Could you imagine?
4: I just how is that possible? I, I wish I knew this. If I just talked to you before you didn't mention it. God dang it! I'm not again. I'm not doing my research. You see, if I do my research, I, I would not, I would have known that.
0: National Vanilla Cupcake Day. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. We have some vanilla cupcakes. Magnolia, they're not giving you this at DraftKings, Cassandra. Please take one. Enjoy yourself.
4: Oh my God! How much? Food I, I mean, are you just give me? so
0: much going on. British Pudding Day, Cambodia Independence Day. Where's I mean, my Cambodia yeah, Independence. <laughs> <we're gonna> bring- <laughs> Please bring out the Cambodian. Bring the entire Cambodia out here for my independence. Oh, my gosh. Chaos never dies day. And I think that's actually... Chaos never dies day. Yeah, which means there's always a lot of chaos in our lives, but we need to take a step back and enjoy the peace and tranquility that our friends bring to each other.
4: You don't bring peace and tranquility yeah, to my yeah, life. Yeah. Dude, stop trying to hug me over and over again. What are you doing? Like, we did it one time. Uh, it was just, years I'm where so I told happy. you not to hug me. I'm so happy. And I let you hug me, and now you're, like, taking advantage
0: of it. Like this You is know crazy. what this whole situation reminded me of? What? How big of a pain in the ass it is to book you on any show. I took for granted really? that when we were partners, you just showed up. So you think
4: it was hard to book me on shows when I was fighting? That was easy. I thought I was one of the easier guys. This experience... Worse than any time that you were a fighter. BS. The biggest pain. In fact, at one point
0: I even pulled the plug. I hope the audience recognizes this. I said, you know what? I'm done with this. You Yeah, because you, you were acting up.
4: like Ariel. No, it was no. A, you. Oh, I'm well. so busy. I got so dude, many jobs. This dude started I'm acting. A, you
0: started uh, acting. Oh. Listen, we're, I think we're both doing each other a favor here. Okay, so you're making it seem like you're doing me. I was like, come on. I mean, a little effort goes. I'm Ariel Hawani. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, right. A little a little I'm Kevin goes. Durant.
4: You know, I'm saying, Kevin Durant. It's a pain in the ass to book you. Even it's not. I, as of this morning, I wasn't sure if you were going to show up. But of course, I was coming. I said I was coming. I'm a man of my word. I'm the best at that. You are. I never break my word. You've never, you've never backed out. You've always made it a little dicey, but a couple times <laughs> I've never
0: you backed made out. Today, I'm like out there promoting. it I made videos. That was a nice. The pictures. one where you're just kind of giggling. That's that was crazy true, right we had some good times. yeah we had
4: some good times dog
0: by the way you do you host a great show on espn called uh dcrc yeah bro i like
4: it it's I doing still, good i still maintain it should be rcdc he said ryan told me that ryan like told this. me the same thing he goes you insisted that your initials go first when in reality rcdc sounds it better. flows better and sounds better but I'm a bit like, AC, I'm a bit DC. like, I'm that guy, right? Like even DC and Hawani, like that was, it was, it was dicey for a second because it was about to be Helwani no, in DC. No, I was the one who said to put you first. <laughs> Initially, like it was going to be Hawani in DC. And I lie. was like, I don't know about that, I pushed man.
0: for you to be first because it flowed better. I just wanted to mention, I noticed a lot of mementos here of you, but I never noticed any sort of Helwani oh, like, mementos. Dude, I'm telling
4: you, I've got a, I've got a trophy case in my house. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. What, you can't? You're not on my set. <laughs> You'll never get on my well, set. Well, I can't just get something, a picture, Never. nothing? You know what happened the other day? Mm. I was at ESPN and there was like a hallway with all the shows. And Please there still was. This. Don't say this, don't say this. I scratched it was. out. Okay. I actually went and like wiped it out. Uh, I, I was like. I'm still up there, which makes me feel like they still love me. used to. I put, a, I put like, a sticker uh, on my face. Yes, Marundi over it. sent me the picture. R- like, you're you're still, still up there for real? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just joking. No, no, I'm still up there. Well, you're not going to be up there as of next week. Because now that you put it on the radar, it's, you're gone. Do you miss me, though? How much you miss <sighs> me? And that's no slight on Can anybody. I be honest with you? Can yeah, I be please, honest? Please. There's no slight on anybody. But, like, you and I talk still, but not as much. You think not as much? Not, no, not nearly as much. Wow. But the other day, as I'm about to do this, you start calling me more. <laughs> I know what you're doing. What? You're trying to make me say some stupid stuff. No, no. Or you'll say something dumb, and then I'll say something stupid, and then you'll bring it up whenever we're in front of people. Wow. See, that's what that's what you, you do. Th-
0: you're implying You've that I'm done a that snake.
4: Thing but you've done that to me before. It's all about the content, though. What did you, what did you do to you me? Like there was one, Beverly Hillbillies. I brought that up. The barbecue. that was something else. There was something it was, else. oh, when I didn't know. You were like, he thinks it's real. You asked me about the tweet. With oh, the, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The Helvani tweet.
0: You, you had mentioned it. You talking about yes, it. Yes, yes. You were like,
4: oh, my God, this guy thinks this is real. It happened with Dahlia,
0: too. We were talking about bullies <laughs> off air, and I was like, oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I'm going to bring up my bully on air. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because I remember I was about to tell you that the tweet was fake. But I'm a content guy. That's the way I think. So I figure and it created one of the he great moments. No. But you didn't uh you didn't really answer the question. What question? If you miss me.
4: Dude, I said I, I said <laughs> we don't talk as much as we used to, that's implying that I miss you. I mean, there you were at WWE. Did you see me out there? It was unbelievable. The pants. I hate the sweats. I hate the stripes. You didn't, you didn't I think looked it looked like, good. I usually looked like. stripes are slimming no they are not slimming mm. i look like the guy that works at Foot Locker. yeah it was bad <laughs> and then i don't know what happened it's like my ass started pulling my pants up <laughs> <laughs> it was point. like pulling my pants up and then all of a sudden my pants going underneath my belly oh. i'm like man come on man like how could i possibly be looking out like, like so bad was it incredible though Dude, I was standing in the middle of the ring. Yeah, yeah. And I saw Jordan Burroughs. Oh, sick! And I was like, kind of smiling at him. And the person in my ear is like, "All business, DC." So I'm like, "Oh wow!" Because you know, they I was scolding. taking it in. I'm yeah, looking yeah, around, yeah. like, "Yo, the fight pits about to drop. Seth is there. Matt Riddle's there." I'm like, "This is a dream come true for me." And they're like, "Dude, all business. Lock in. Lock in." What was it like? Just be. My dream is
0: to be backstage. It was like cool. I, felt, I really wanted to be there.
4: It was cool, dude. You know, you didn't yeah, me. but it you chose weird. to go watch the Bills play. Yeah, it was weird. They're uh, trash, too. Uh, well, Did you talk about what happened to y'all last week? Y'all said the Jets. Uh, I know. That's bad. bad. Josh Allen. That just kind of tells me that you guys aren't as good as you think you are, and there's a chance hmm. that you don't make the playoffs. Yeah, right. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that. Josh is hurt. Oh, he's the hurt bad. Today. Yeah, yeah, he's goal. hurt bad. It's unfortunate. But backstage and
0: everything, was that cool? Were you
4: like, dude, the whole in the process case? is so great. I'm in my locker room. Hanging out with Braun Breaker and Jake Casper, one of the worst names. Bruce Creed. Yeah, I think Braun Breaker is is a fantastic name. It's one of the most creative names I've heard in WWE. He has a famous last name. Yeah, but they don't want to do that. He wants to. He wants to forge his own path. So what? Should they have called her Charlotte Smith? No, she's Charlotte Flair. You get the rub. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. I I think Braun Breaker is a great name. Really? Oh yeah, I think it's a great name. I love it. I love the kid too. It sounds like Bunsy. But he's like a real kid though. He's like twenty-four years old. He's like. He's a legit badass. Dude, he's a stud. He wrestled. He also wrestled. Okay. But um, this dude is in the back. We're talking about wrestling. I forget the end of the match. I have to go find Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle to get the end of the match, which has now changed a little bit. Oh, really? Dude, it was changing. It was constantly changing over the the course of the night. Well, the winner stayed the same. Okay. But I'm talking about... The build, how they get to the winner, all that, dude, it changed. So then I go back into the locker room and they're like going through rehearsals again in their minds. Wow. They're writing stuff down now. Wow. I was like, so y'all just going to leave me out of the planet of the thing. And then then, I, then my role became bigger. Wow. It was awesome. Oh, my it, God. It, but dude, then, I, then like WWE catering. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heard Have about you been? It. No, no. Never oh, been. my god. I've heard it's they're, tremendous. Oh, they're catering. Like what? Like what? I mean, that was steak. Desserts galore. That was steak? Chi- oh, that was steak. That was chicken. I, I ran up on Booker T. Oh, I, yeah, saw I saw Booker that, T that up in good. there, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I talked to Booker T. He was, had, he was he was eating. You know, he was eating real good. You guys squashed the beef? I, ca- I mean, I almost got beat up on your behalf.
0: <laughs> I inserted myself in this beef. <laughs> this guy, I think he's still <laughs> like... You don't play around, man. Yeah. I even I don't DM'd, know what you were doing, I DM'd
4: him on the side...
0: Saw it, didn't respond. I was like, "Yo, man, I hope you know we're working here." You, you know? know, you
4: go to the WWE too, so, so if you go to the WWE,
0: what's going on? We're live right now. Um, You're texting people in the middle. Wow, well, the... I was just kind of looking. Coming. What? Well, what was that, Frank? Should have taken this phone back. Yeah, you should have. Ta- That's Frank. That's mysterious Frank. We got a lot of characters here. Well, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what, was that? Like, what was that? He's a guy. He like. What
4: was that? Likes to chime in. That was absurd. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell was that? Uh, I don't know. He likes to chime in. So he just has an open mic? He
0: just has an open mic, yeah.
4: Who You know, I yeah, saw what, my, guy, my friend came down and got me. Uh, uh, Alex? Alex? Corporate I, Alex? I, the moment I saw him, I go, hey, Alex, it's been a long time. Oh, you remembered him? Absolutely remembered him. <laughs> walked right up to him. I, <laughs> really? Walked right up to him. Wow. Hey, Alex, He's shook his hand, Alex, Alex. Have you like, see
0: New York Rick? He used to send you the clips. Yeah, yeah, of course. You I saw I, him? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said hi to him. He's sitting right back there.
4: Yeah, he's in the studio. I yeah, said hi, New York group.
0: By his name. What's up, New York group? Uh, speaking of wrestling, I'm trying to go quick. I mean, I'm, this is like a race against the clock here. There's like a bomb about to explode. I did a thing with Jake Hager last week. Yeah. And we were talking about you. And he told me that when you guys were in high school. Uh, Jake Hager? You, yeah, yeah. Jake Hager, the wrestler.
4: I think he's so much younger than me. We weren't in high school together. You were at some sort of camp. Jake Hager? Yes. Is he lying? Who are you Are we talking Jack about- Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Jake yes. Hager, yes. He wrestled at OU yes. when I was coaching at Oklahoma State. No, but he said that you guys were at some sort of um,
0: invitational camp, and you ca- showed up with brand new Adidas shoes, and you, so- you said to the whole room, there was like 100 people there, and you said, if anyone could take me down, I'll give you these shoes. He said, yes, I'll try, and he said he took you down right, right away, and you didn't give him the shoes.
4: Man, that's nonsense. Is that? That's- BS. Jake Hager's
0: lying. He said he took you down, and then he and said, you actually
4: sat there and believed that.
0: I was like, "Well, that seems weird because he's Cause, usually a Because at, at that word. point,
4: I was probably like on the Olympic team.
0: And he said he took you it, down. He said with a double, like right off the bat. You don't you remember this? Kid. You, I
4: I swear on my I life. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've never done that. Really? I've never gone to a camp and some kid just took me down. Like no. If remember. I thought there was a kid in camp that could take me down, I wouldn't wrestle him. Right. Jake wasn't that guy. Jake Hager is lying to you, all and you right. believe. It. I like Jake Hager. Yeah. He's managed by my friend Daniel Rubenstein. That's right, Danny Rubenstein. But this dude, Jake Hager, did not. What camp? I need some context. Was, I need to know okay. the high school we were at. I need to know when. It was some sort I need to know, know the year. So you can't come here like half cocked, right? Just, like you don't even have all the information. I just wanted to
0: know. It was just a few days ago, so it was top of mind. We were talking wrestling. Fair enough. Speaking of wrestling,
4: what about Kane? I mean, what a day it was! How this good was that, huh? I got chills. I saw. When I read yeah, it. we Facetime a little bit this you morning. You did? Yeah, that's oh. my boy, man. I was so happy. He's home. He's home, laying wow. on the couch with his kid playing. Shit. I can't even imagine. I can't wait to go home and see him. Wow. I'm happy for that man. How how is he doing? He's happy. He's happy. Yeah, man. Because you know, there were some times where him and I sat and I visited, and we're just talking about life and what his what his life became in there. Like you got you got to you got to start to adjust, you know and I think one of the most telling things that Kane told me when we were in there was, he goes, as I sit here and I eat, and I'm I'm eating this food, and I'm taking stuff from the commissary and trying to like live, he goes, I think back to my pantry, and I think, I can't imagine I can have any of this whenever I want it. Well, we're talking about our pantries. Right, right, right. Something you probably walk past in your house every day and take for granted. Right. Ah, I don't even close the door on the pantry. Right, that's true. He's just like, I just couldn't. I can't believe that that was, when I was living, I could have whatever I wanted, anytime I wanted, and it was just so much, because it's so limited in there. So like, I'm just happy for him to be back. I saw a video of him walking out. Did you see that video? No, I didn't see it. Uh, he just like seems almost zen like, like at peace. But that was the that was that that's some changes he made before any of yeah. this happened, right? And I ayahuasca think that, and stuff. He was. Doing. I think, I, and he would talk about it. Yeah, on the show, he talked about it. I think that honestly prepared him for what he's been going through the last eight months because he was able to center himself and really uh, go to a place where he can deal with everything that he was dealing with. Because, you know, every time he went to one of those hearings, he probably was hoping and praying that he got to go home. And it always was a no. Oh, so That's the part I can't even wrap my head around.
0: How demoralizing that must be. Like you're out dude, there, your family's sitting right there, you could go out and then you got to go back into the
4: freaking cell. Every time, no. Eight months. No, no. And then they switched judges. Right. So now there's a new judge, and he said something to the effect of, I hope you are, you know, as great a father as everybody says, mm-hmm. and you will not do anything that puts you being with that family at risk. And I, I don't think for a second he's going to. I don't think he will. No, he you know and he has to wear the um ankle brake. The but there are no limitations on him. Like he can go to my house, he can go to the gym, he can go for pretty much can he wherever need he the wants. State? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, dude. So, like I said, he could do whatever he wants. Well, you find the one thing well, he mean, he, <laughs> you gotta be that guy. <laughs> could he go to like Cancun <laughs> or something and God, chill on the dude. beach? I don't know. What are the limitations? And you're still that guy, huh? Like you just never I'm gonna so, change? No. Never. So it's like <laughs> I said, he can pretty much do. <laughs> I said uh, he can pretty much do anything he wants, and you go walk, well, can he leave the state. Did
0: you see when I was on yeah, the broadcast, so terrible, Jake Paul, right? and I said I, I dropped the golly in there for you. I said, look at
4: this guy. Golly, these that was for you. I didn't watch it. I didn't you watch You know that. you didn't watch. Nah. You you can't be bothered. I watched the Jake Paul fight. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking it about. It was a great fight. I thought they fought hard, but I not didn't even know. to support me. I mean, for one night I get to be you. Well, here here's one of the things that I let me tell you what stood out most about that night. Please tell me. So you're up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, hobnobbing. Yeah, thank you. With Mauro and now on them al bernstein al bernstein who is PSP. phenomenal uh you get up the ariel gets up there and he decides he wants to drop a roman reigns oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> moral just smacks it out uh, of the park yes, that yes. was yes. probably the most memorable thing yes yes because dude you were like trying to put him over at crown jewel and moral's yeah. like who you said who yeah can you believe I think there's that? still some uh, there's bad, bad blood, blood too? Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i like that he puts you in your
0: place no nah, i mean look logan's like right in the shot by the way did you see him
4: yeah, I, like saw it. Frog I saw him. Frog
0: splashes and shit like His that? His
4: frog splash is pretty good. He's like d Brown. Mm. Not quite? Better.
0: <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. I saw a thing. Uh, you were just on First Take. Phenomenal yes, I show. I Thank you, though. I was so embarrassed. I, I wanted to like call them and ask them if they could edit the tweet, because now you could edit tweets. I don't know if you know this. Really? You did a five top five greatest fighters of all time. I mean, it's one of the most embarrassing lists. Are you out of your this mind? This
4: is the crazy. Are you out of your mind? Can we just pull up this list? Yeah, here? I'll tell you my list. Okay, go ahead. Please tell me. It's Amanda. No, 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 no. Amanda. Wait are, you... Wait, are you? What are you doing? Five to one. Okay, five to one. Amanda.
0: Stop right there. Are you kidding me? Amanda Nunes lost to and Gano? Bro, listen to me. F- f- t- greatest fighters, boxing and MMA. Amanda Nunes. Amanda. Nunes. Please continue.
4: Just to... Amanda Nunes. Just to prove how insane. Five. That is. Yes. Double champ. Defend both championships, up and down between weight classes, doing which things one? that have never been done before. She defended Once the featherweight five? belt. She defended the bantamweight belt. She has done things that have never been done before in mixed martial arts. Yes, she is the greatest female fighter of all time, which then puts her on my list of top five fighters. i the 145 time. top contender. I mean, it's not even a real division. But, but, but before, there was, though. Remember, there was Megan Anderson. There was the, the, the Canadian gal. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. The Canadian gal name is, uh uh don't tell me, don't tell me. Felicia Spencer. We Felicia Spencer. Yeah, Felicia Spencer. And then she went down. She beat Rhonda, Misha. She beat Holly. She beat Juliana. She beat Valentina. Lost to Juliana, too. She did lose to Juliana, too, but she beat Juliana's Valentina. Juliana's very mad at you. She's very mad at you. Very me. mad at you. Why she is she so me, mad? She said, why are you hating on me? You fought for the belt 10 times. Like, well, I kind of won some of yeah, those fights, too. most so, of them. Yeah, I know. So it was like a little different. Uh, number four. Yeah. The great Harash St. Pierre. Where, where's that Canadian player? Right there. there he is. GSP. How could you possibly? That's the, He should be at the top. How, how could you possibly have a problem with GSP being on this list? But this is boxing and MMA. It is. By the way, my issue isn't with GSP. Keep going. At number three, the great Muhammad Ali. Okay. So here, here's the issue yeah, with Muhammad Ali. Amanda and, Nunes and Muhammad Ali on the same list. I yes, mean, yes, yes. But listen I know you're a company man, but God listen, listen, damn, listen, that is me. the worst list of Why all time. Why is it the worst list? Amanda Nunes. Bro, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Listen yes. to me. Yeah. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I have no problem with Muhammad Ali. At three? Is that a problem? Everybody's so mad because I put Muhammad Ali at three. Keep going. This is where it gets a little dicey? suspect. yes. Oh, it doesn't get dicey at all. Three title defenses? Undefeated. Who is it? Undisputed is it? UFC light heavyweight champion of the world, the Eagle of Dagestan. Habib nor Megamallow. Because you say, oh, three title defenses? Yeah. He could have had 20. Yeah, but he could have. He could have had 20 if Patrick he wanted Patrick Ewing could have had. Uh, Bo Jackson. Zero Bo Jackson could have had no, eight. No. But he was hurt. Bo Z- got hurt and quit. So it's not. There's a we're lot of puttos. But we're not talking about Habib quit because of injury. Habib left on his own terms, undefeated, undisputed. And it was getting worse. Prematurely. Prematurely. Bro, it was getting worse. What do you mean? He was starting to beat people worse mm-hmm. as he stayed in the game. I agree. He has a case for greatest lightweight the of greatest all time. The greatest fighter of number all time, two, number 2, Khabib. Khabib off because I know and I can see down the line if he stayed, nothing would have changed. No Anderson. Because here's the deal.
0: No Jones. Because here's
4: the deal. Look at Islam. Yeah. Right? Islam would not be doing what he's doing to these guys at the championship level right now if Habib was still there because Habib would still be the champion. Wood. There's a lot of woods. Islam's winning. I'm just saying there's Abib a lot and of woods. Islam he could have slipped he could have slipped on a banana peel. not going peel. to lose, bro. But it's all hypothetical. Doesn't matter. It, who's, the, who's number it's one? About as sure, it's about as sure of a hypothetical as I have in my entire life. You say here with a straight face, regardless of your relationship with him, that he's the second greatest, greatest fighter, fighter of in all the history time. of fighting. There's only one person. <laughs> there's, listen to me. There's only one person. What is that's going better. On? Who? Floyd Mayweather. It's a fine choice. Floyd Mayweather, now. the greatest fighter of all time. Promoter. Rocky Marciano. Boxing. See, that's the thing. Rocky Marciano. Floyd. Floyd Patterson. Patterson. I mean, all, all the guys in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. I get it, I understand. But I reserve my one and two for the undefeated. And, and Rocky Marciano just didn't make the cut. I'm sorry. But he was undefeated too. But he didn't make the cut. <laughs> he didn't make the cut.
0: Anderson, Fedor, John Jones, none of them make the cut?
4: No. I don't know Fedor. Fedor.
0: You thought it was worth matches? On, it was
4: on. It was on the. Uh, he was on the like honorable mention. He was like five and a half. Yeah, right. But I'm telling you, over Anderson. Anderson wow. gone. You Anderson could... gone. Jones gone. I'm sorry, you guys notice. This. Like this is not anything of PD's? new. Yeah, of PD's? but like, and if if we're allowing the the tainted, John Jones is right up there with everybody else. He beat so many Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. He beat me twice. And I know I'm good. Second one, asterisk. But, but still, he beat me twice. Right. And I'm a good fighter. Or was a good fighter, not no more, you know? I, you don't think right now you go back, you,
0: you devote six months to a training camp, you can't be light heavyweight champion?
4: Here's the problem you gotta do a training camp. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, want you, to do a training camp. Do you think your body could hold up? I don't think so. You don't think I so? I can't train and fight the way I wanna fight. Even the, Dude, me fighting Steve Amiocic after my back surgery those two times, that wasn't the same fight. I couldn't wrestle you regret doing that i should have stopped in 18 really? i should have stopped in 18 you, you think yeah. you should have retired i should have the- retired after Derek Lewis, especially when i had back surgery it i was so severely limited it was crazy like when my wrestling workouts i went from wrestling 30 40 minute rounds and matches to doing ropes and jump roping and just doing wrestling movements without the physical uh contact of the wrestling it was crazy i couldn't wrestle like i wanted to so what about ending and what's going on over there, Cassandra? Are you okay? I mean, it's a lot of noise over there. She's digging in a
0: proof. You need a sandwich or something? I mean, I'm trying to lock in here. Um, hey.
4: <laughs> what, what what about the fact that you've got uh you beat Stipe? Yes. Beat Derek. Yeah. I hadn't had surgery yet though. I had surgery in December after Derek Lewis. Oh, Remember, yeah, I blew my back yeah. out the morning of the fight. That's right. I should have just thanked God and said, you know, I'm out, man. I got I got this extra money. Um I, I'm still the champ. I mean, I don't think they had even taken the light heavyweight belt from me yet when I had surgery. Because yeah, then true. Jones and them fought at the end of the year. I could have been done. But I just didn't. That was a weird way to go out, right? Apex, no one there. That pandemic. was crazy. It was right in the middle I, I of the I couldn't even be no there. No one there. It was horrible. I was watching it from home. And that was the problem. Nobody could be there. Right. Like my family, You're, nobody you, was there. Your wife wasn't there? No. Nobody Shoot. got to go. Nobody got to go. They, they weren't allowing anyone at that point? They let Cassandra and Rudy in. Rudy, your coach? Yeah. Well, obviously. Oh, he was not in your he corner. He wasn't in the corner. Uh, they let two people in. It was like them just sitting in the middle of the apex with nobody else. That's whack. And that was like them doing a thing for me because right, of right. what I had done for the company. And you almost won. Yeah, I don't know if I almost won, honestly. You got poked. we don't talk that, about the poke as but much. That, I know. But, dude, like I was winning the first round. Then the second round I was winning. But then he dropped me. Yeah. And in the third round he dropped me. And I'm like having to like take you, a round which off. Which did you get poked? Fourth round. Fourth round. Or the third round. Third round. I got pulled. Yeah, yeah. Fourth round, I won the round. And then the fifth round, like, he just kept clinching me. He won the fight. And I'm not I'm not I'm not one of those guys that is gonna sit there and lie. Like, dude won the fight. Do but f- dude wouldn't have beat me if I had if he I, I don't think he ever could have beat me whenever I was younger and I was doing everything. I was just a better fighter. Do you think Jones fights at heavyweight? I do. It's, it's getting. I mean, it's. Getting it's getting. It's just been a while, but I think he will, and I, I think he'll so. be very successful. You think so? I do. I three believe year, three years. It's changed, bro. Like I, my opinion of him has changed in, in in this regard. That I think that he's so talented that, regardless, he'll be okay. And I also believe that he's going to. Uh, he'll make sure that he'll he still can compete. You think so? Yeah, I do. Three years away. Against someone like Francis, you know what's crazy? Like everybody talks about three years, three years, but like Long there are time. other people that have come back. Jorge St. Pierre won a championship after being away all the time. Let's talk about how he treats his body as opposed to how John Jones treats his body.
0: What's going on over there? You just put I your gum, gum in your I monster. Put it inside my That's monster. weird. Is it now? You're gonna drink it. You're gonna choke. I'm
4: definitely
0: gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a caveman, dog. Oh my god, this is so much fun. I'm just staring because I don't know when this is going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I don't know when this is going to happen again. Hall of Fame. Gave me the shout out. You saw me out out there? You know, I was sitting there and I was sitting next to the prompter so I could read everything that was going down. I'm not supposed to say that. Oh, sorry. I
4: mean, this guy, you can't trust this guy. What do you mean? I'm I'm
0: looking, you know, I'm looking side-eye. I'm like, is he going to mention me? Is he going to mention me?
4: Oh, man. I think he went off script. You cannot trust this guy over right here at all, bro. Like, gee, like, come on. By the way, every week I
0: come on the show and I have your back, I defend you. People say he doesn't do his research, he doesn't know judging. That's so that. crazy, though. But I always I'm taking so many bolts for you. Why it's do crazy people, that I'm why, standing. Like,
4: why do people follow Cruz so blindly? Like he said that. Yeah, that was. It's weird. like all of a sudden, like, I don't do, but I'm I'm, dude, you don't get jobs for nothing. Right. People don't pay you. How many jobs do you have now? Oh man. So I have, I have the volume, I have ESPN. I have the UFC. Uh, I think that's it. I have three. Oh, I've EA Sports. Yeah, I Monster. Well, yes, these are sponsors. Okay. Not a uh, movie. Don't you? Aren't you doing a movie? Oh yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing Warrior. When's that coming out? Warriors. Up? Have you done that yet? So what's happening is now it got picked up. Oh, they're writing the script now. One person that I'm trying to get, if I could, if we can lure him in, because we believe that his mind for storytelling is so strong, you. is Chell P. Ah, is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chael P? I'm trying to get Chael P in the writer's room. I think Chael smart. I legit thought you were about to put me over. I thought, I want Chael P in the writing room. Help wow. with character development and everything. I think Chael Sonnen would be phenomenal in that room. Yeah. I think he would. And? What? Is it happening? I don't know. No spot for like a broadcaster guy? Maybe. Question asker, maybe, and it would actually like you—you you, you would resonate in that role. People could—it so. would be believable. It would be believable because I saw you in the Jake Paul fight, pretending to be like me, and you did a good job. Wow, you did a really this good job, really done.
0: pretending. I was third man. I wasn't you were the good, color bro. guy. You were good, you're trying good. to.
4: It's hard to get a word in there. You yeah, know? it's kind of hard. Talking, you're the new broadcasters guy too. You know that they're not of the new variety. You know, like John Anik, legend, as good as they come. John <laughs> Anik, in and out in and out The best. Quick. I, I was listening to Habib. See, I was watching something today, and it was Habib's walkout against Connor. Mm-hmm. And John Annix 26 have tried, 26 has failed. 26 have failed to beat Habib Nurmagomedov. And with the standing as the most dominant force in mixed martial arts today, he enters the octagon for his biggest challenge. Yeah. The way he puts his words together. yeah, yeah. Dude was made to be a broadcaster. It's yeah. perfect. I love working with these guys. Why don't you like working with Rogan? What's the issue? I love Rogan. Are you kidding me? That's my guy. You Problem is like, I, we have so much fun together. Right. Like it, it's, it's the best. Like you could tell that we're having fun. And I guess some people don't like fun.
0: No, but I, I actually think it's died down considerably. Even my guy, Ben Cartledge, Great judge who uh, is now doing in uh, Nevada. He just got accepted. You know that. I
4: know Ben. He tells me that you have done your research. You you hit him That's up. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I'm actually talking. to You're judges. You're actually talking judge. I, I I'm I talking would, to judges to try to get. An I don't auditorium. know how many of the analysts are talking to
0: judges. With all due respect to them, right?
4: Can I ask you one question. Yeah. What about my bias?
0: Oh, this is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about my bias? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
4: is it bad? Is it that bad? I don't see. It. <laughs>
0: It's, you know, I, I texted you this after the Jake fight. I was like, I don't know how you deal with this. I do it once a year. Yeah, yeah. Where people are saying you're biased to Jake just because you gave him a compliment. Yeah, yeah. a compl- And you, I see you get biased for Islam, right? Or yeah. any AK, uh, rock hold or something. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's the stupidest shit. It's people who have this uh, almost self fulfilling prophecy. What are we doing? Where they think that you are biased, so they just want to say to the world, "Oh yeah, of course he's biased because he gave him a compliment," Somebody which in reality.
4: Somebody told me that I was biased towards Charles Oliveira in oh, the wow. Islam fight. They were like, "Dude, you're like going too far on Charles's side." I'm like, "Are you guys kidding me?"
0: Well, then that means you're doing your job. If you're getting it from both ends, that means you're getting, you're doing your job. Yeah, but it's, if both people are, Joe Buck once said that, like he gets it from you know the Yankees fans and the Red Sox fans. So if you're getting it from both, he's good too. That means you're doing a great Joe job. Joe Buck's
4: really good too. He's making a lot of money. He is at ESPN Monday Night money Football. Here, can you believe that? That's Just to do, do one money.
0: game. Nothing. Yeah. Not but even. He does too... other
4: stuff though. He no. I saw him no, I swear I saw him on some other stuff too. I saw him on like a a, a golf podcast, and I saw him on like he does that's other nothing. stuff. He used to do But I also saw him on like golf coverage for ESPN plus. Oh, like really? I saw I saw him on some other stuff. Yeah. He does other stuff.
0: So like scale of one to ten, how much you miss me? Is this just...
4: I this is fun. It's
0: nice. This is really fun. Do you really have to leave? It's two thirty.
4: What time is it now? Two thirty. Jesus Christ. I'm that's that it fast. Yeah. I gotta go do DraftKings. It's our sponsor. Hey, DraftKings is paying your bill. Yeah. So if I don't go do DraftKings, we could all be in trouble.
0: But we could do it from here. What do you need to do? We can knock it
4: out right now. I can't do it, bro. Uh, I have to do a fight preview. This is crazy. Hey, let me ask you a question, please. Are you going to UFC 281? I am not. Why? <laughs> Stop it. Like you're, the fight of the year. You're calling me a shit starter. I'm not being a shit starter. We, I'm asking. Should we shoot? I'm just asking. You want to like, shoot? Dude, it's in New York City. We got yeah. the, we got Pajeda. I'll we tell got, you. I'll tell let you. Let me why ask I'm, you this question. Yeah, please. Let me ask you this. I'll shoot. Let me ask you this. One. Okay. Izzy wins? Do you think Izzy wins with this guy? This guy's like as tough as he comes, he's a fast track, a year in. He's He's the favorite, yeah. Izzy's the favorite. Yeah, the Benny favorite. But I'm saying, like, do you think Izzy gets over the demons of the fight I with do. him? You do? I think that uh
0: I mean I don't usually make picks, so now you just made me make a pick, but uh I'm just asking kick, because there's layers to this kick, fight. Man. Absolutely, mental layers, right? There's, mental there's he's layers. the boogeyman, That's right? Um
4: just call the Uber.
0: Call the Uber now. MMA is uh is <laughs> different than kickboxing. Yeah, it is. And by the way, have you seen both fights? He is right about that. Does he looked like
4: he was winning about all the rounds.
0: Yeah. He just he made a mistake and you know, that's like Leon and Camaro. By the way, what about me? I was, you know, big upping Leon for two years. And you would always say, oh,
4: you know, Kamara. Oh, I domin- mean, I do. You know, domin- Paul- if there's
0: anyone you're are dom- biased towards its dominance MMA. I mean, oh, do domin- you
4: think I'm bu- there, I'm biased? You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of my homies. You know, to answer homies, your question. I'm not being biased. Why, why am I not going to be there? Don't feel the love. Don't feel welcome. Well, you went to my Hall of Fame. Yeah, the- you couldn't have felt welcome there. Bought a ticket. We we ain't got no tickets left in Madison Square. No, I know down. it's sold out. The Mecca's always sold out. Been dog- there, done that. You have. You have. Uh, you I know, talked to you after I fought Derek Lewis. I walked up to the set, talked to you in jail. That was great. Yeah, that was great. Daniel was there. I remember little Dan was, was
0: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you calling me that morning saying uh, you sneezed and blew out your back. Blew bag.
4: out my back. I mean, God, we don't have enough time. We don't have time. Like, we could have done this for two hours.
0: Fuck. How could we have promoted? Let's see how many people are watching live right now. Should, Should I see? come back? Uh, 12,000 people. <sighs> right? This is like- Our numbers used to be like that constantly. That was a bad day. <laughs> 12,000, for being honest. Yeah. Wait, you, you want to come back?
4: Should I come back? I mean, I'm here till Monday afternoon. You're coming back Monday? I don't know. I got to think
0: about Sandra, it. Sandra, is he coming back? Are we putting this on the <laughs> oh! <laughs> What are you doing? You're taking some of the chicken? Wow. Hey, let me say this. 17 months in the on making. National Fried
4: Chicken Day. It's I'm a beautiful love my day. Cake. Hey, hey, look at that! Mm. Oh, look at that! Look at that camera it's right answer, there! It's this actually, camera right here—it's actually it. really good. And I pick my finger up when I eat because I'm <laughs> fancy. <laughs> what Well, you still haven't eaten since they uh, sponsored him. That's the first time I've taken. I've, that's the first time I've had Popeyes since they really. You still love. They stabbed me in the back. They stabbed me in the back with Derek Lewis. They did. Hey, bro, listen. <laughs> I mean, I didn't realize how much I enjoy spending time uh, with you.
1: You didn't realize. Look at this
0: guy. Come on. Dude.
4: Hey. Uh, no, no. Oh, look at this. Look at those love heads. Hey, man, stop <laughs> doing that, man. Don't touch me like that. Hey, look. Yeah. Put, you, put. Look at me, look at me. Go to that one. Go to that one. Look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me. Lower down a little. Lower down, lower down. <laughs> That's mysterious, right? Yeah. You got it? Yeah, yeah. That was mysterious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> UFC 281. Oh, here we go. This Saturday, live on ESPN Company Plus man. pay-per-view. Adesanya versus Pajada. Mm-hmm. Zhang Wei Li challenges Carlos Barza and Michael Chandler. Versus, can you believe we didn't get the Chandler versus Poirier? Uh, yeah, we didn't get that. That's a can great you fight. That's a great How's fight. How's Oh, he was, dude, hard. He calls himself a hard body. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, He's yeah. big and strong, you know. But Michael Chandler's got some real confidence about him. It's going to be a massive pay-per-view. I'm going to be next to the Octagon. I won't be. I miss you. I uh-huh. love you. hey. Hey, keep watching the shows, man. You support yeah, my boy. My support, boy's support doing good show. now. Yeah, yeah. My boy's doing real good. I and, mean, hey, hey, can I get. Why uh, didn't they plug our show on the
0: broadcast when we were doing it? Oh, we don't have time for we don't that. We don't have time for all <laughs> that. Man. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to do? You, try, you see what I'm
4: saying? Uh, I there can't you trust go, you again, Doug. Thank hey, you, man. Are you coming back on Monday? I, I'll, I'll think We'll about see, it, man. We'll see. All right, all right, Aries. What, Oh, take the cupcakes.
0: Yeah, take the cupcakes. Oh. Actually, you know what? Uh, well, let's take a quick break. Here's John Kavanaugh. I'll say bye to the crew here, and then we'll be back.
5: This week on The Gray Area. Professor Diana Posulka and I tackle one of life's biggest questions. Are we alone in the universe?
2: What would it take for you to step off the agnostic ledge and say, yeah, aliens are real? Is it a spacecraft landing on the White House lawn?
1: Well,
5: something that was anomalous in 1952 did fly over the White House. And that's one of those cases that is still weird, <laughs> That's this week on the gray area. Available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Ah, uh, how great was that? I mean, that was magical stuff. I, I think we still have the uh, the guest light on over here, but that was magical stuff, my friends. Wow, felt like a race against the clock. Did that really happen? Was that a thing? It did. How? I mean, that's your first time meeting DC, right, Frank? It was Frank? amazing. Yeah, you could see the energy, the aura, the uh, the vibe that he. He emanates, right?
1: Yeah, I may have accidentally given him a hug.
0: Did you give him a hug? Yeah. Did
1: he accept? He did.
0: Wow. Not so much with me. Uh, That was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Special week, you know, when everyone's here in New York. Just like when John Kavanaugh was here back in 2016 following UFC uh, 205, double champ first time MSG. That was so great. Wow. Brought back a lot of memories. And it, it's a shame that we never got to do the show. I know the radio one was the first one, but like the show, show when it became a weekly thing together. Um, and there was so much I wanted to talk about, but you know what? You always got to leave them wanting more, right? He really did squeeze us in. He had a very busy schedule, had to be done on a Wednesday. It was great. And uh, I enjoyed that. GC, what'd you think?
2: Fantastic.
0: He even took a bite out of your uh, your chicken sandwich.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll have that up on eBay later. Oh
0: yeah, the half eaten one. Did you get one for yourself? Oh yeah, uh, the whole crew. Mm. What about the uh, the cupcake? I'm a little bit out of breath right now, so I'm just trying. Yeah, to... I can tell,
2: man. You're struggling. Do you Maybe need a cupcake? A to well, it's get a you lot of in? it's a lot of running. Uh, Has anyone had the cupcakes yet? Uh, they
1: did. Joe and I. Oh, someone that's... in the
2: chat recognized it was Magnolia. <laughs> wow, good eye. Um,
0: well, that was a lot of fun. Shall we go back to the questions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what was that? A little quickie in between the, uh, on the nose segment. Um, I miss DC a lot. I miss, I'm, you know, the, the banter is great and the camaraderie is great and just the, uh, the connection, right? You don't have to work. It just kind of goes back and forth, back and forth. Don't even know what we talked about, Um, but it was just nice to see him. Above everything, it was nice to see him, and uh, appreciate him making time, and I wish him the best. I wish the show that he has on ESPN the best. No hate here, and also uh congrats to him on the new deal with the volume as well. He's doing a lot of big things, so I'm very happy for him and his family, and uh hopefully we can have him back on. I don't know about Monday. You think he's coming back Monday? He's I'd a man be, of his word. I'd be shocked if he comes back, but we'll see. Um, that would be awesome. Scott asks, <laughs> how do you even transition from that? I have no idea. I think you just
2: did
0: it. <laughs> did I do it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, New York Rick very nonchalant back there. Didn't even get up off, uh, off his tuchus to say hello. What was up with that? What do you mean? Hmm.
3: I got, uh, we're, we're working here and, and DC has got places to be. This is not, uh.
0: Not even a little bit, uh, <laughs> not even a little bit of like a fist bump
3: action, something like that. As DC said, came in before the show. You know, not not everything happens in front of your eyes, I'll want it. How
2: about what, DC remembering Alex? Yeah, that
0: was a that was a deal. Yeah. What about the fact that he's all over Twitter? No, no mention of the appearance. Tweets a minute ago. His sit down with Michael Chandler. I mean, come <laughs> on. Can we not get anything? Can we not get the rub? What is this? Crazy. Also. How about DraftKings, our sponsor, being the reason why he had to leave? Could have done the show right here.
1: Take a load off. Just continue it. I don't get it. This is not quite the the transition I thought (laughs) it was going to be.
0: No, that was great. That was great stuff. Oh, just want to kind of sit back and revel in uh, the week at this point. I'm kind of exhausted, if I'm being honest. Um, All right, let's go to Scott. Good day, Ariel. How impressed were you by Logan Paul at Crown Jewel? Oh, yeah, extremely impressed to see how quickly he's become his legitimate wrestler. I've already addressed that. He's incredible. What do you make of the reported buys for Paul Silva? Are there actually buys that are out there? I haven't seen any numbers. New York Rick, have you seen numbers?
3: Only thing I've seen is Paul saying... That it didn't sell well. Yeah.
0: For all the hype Jake Paul fights gather online, they just don't seem to be as successful when it comes to pay-per-view buys. Any thoughts as to why? I think the majority of his fan base are, you know, young kids who like to stream things, right? I think that's part of the problem. We've addressed that, you know, maybe putting it on an Amazon or something like that. and uh, Or even like on a Showtime on the app and maybe it's $5. I don't know but uh, it's a problem when you are catering to such a young fan base
1: and they just like to stream stuff more often than not illegally. That's right. too Yes, go ahead. I just had a quick question sure. I meant to ask before. <clears throat> How do you feel about someone buying a pay-per-view just for one fight, like the main event? Yeah, it's tough. But, I mean, you do what you got to do, right? Um, I mean, if you want to see that fight, then... I did it for the, um, the Jake Paul fight, yeah. I, I wasn't interested in the rest of the card.
0: Wow. Not even know. my
1: performance? I just, I just
0: wanted to see. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And did you feel afterwards like you didn't get your money? No, worth? I felt like I got my money's worth. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. Well, the, the the problem is if you only care about one fight and that fight lasts a minute, then you really feel like Right, adult.
1: right. Um, Thanks for answering that. No,
0: no problem. Uh, this guy writes, Scott, that's right. Two questions about the Paul brothers and to stay on brand. I made sure that one was about wrestling. Can I get a... E? Yes. Cosmo Kramer, question for G City. Oh, thank goodness. What are some of the cardinal sins or unwritten rules of gambling? I know unit shaming is a big no-no, but what else is frowned upon when it comes to
2: sports gambling? Go Dogs. Go Dogs. Man, catch me off guard. I should have, uh, you know, looked ahead and read some of these questions. Cardinal sins uh one that I can't stand is never say it's over until it's over. Like if you're if you're with your crew and everyone's betting and it's like this is over, we won, cash the bet. I, that's just like bad juju. I'm not a very superstitious person, but when it comes to gambling, I'm very superstitious. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't call anything a lock. Um, Don't give condolences when someone is lost. That's true. No hands on the knee. I don't really have like a list of cardinal sins. I'd have to, I'd have to think about this more. Yeah. Just, I just like to have fun with it. I can't really think of sins. All right. If you think of something,
0: let us know. Robert, good afternoon, Ariel, and greetings from Edmonton. Love Edmonton, one of the great arenas in North America, Rogers Place, or arena, Rogers Arena, Rogers Place. Anyway, it's great. Uh, You often ask fighters how they would feel about their kids one day fighting. A couple episodes ago, you had Safe Saud on. He mentioned that your kid packs a good punch. Facts. My question to you is the one you ask so many fighters, if your son told you he wanted to become an MMA fighter, how would you feel and what would you tell him? I mean, ultimately, I would say, you know, support you, but... 1,000% would steer him away from that. I mean, it's a crazy, crazy profession. It's uh, not exactly the safest and healthiest. And the margin for error is so, I mean, it's that, right? And uh, your window is that. And the, the chance of you being successful and being one of those guys who can have generational wealth or at least wealth for your own life is that. I mean, like you're 1%. I mean, all these fighters that are retiring now, like what do they have to show for it? And maybe things will change, but no. I would tell him, you know, to save his brain cells and not get screwed over by promoters or managers and cover the sport. I don't know. Uh, And I don't think that he's going to want to do that. You know, he doesn't, I try to get him to go to boxing class or train. but I'll tell you this much. He really hits hard. Like there's something about his right hand. I go like this to him and he's like, bang, and he nails me. Harder than I can punch right now, let alone back when I was eight. So ultimately, you want to steer your kids away from that sort of thing. You want to support them, but, you know. Which dad would talk about his eight-year-old and be like, I want him to be a fighter? I don't know if many would. Nick. Jagger, Hey, Ariel. Love the switch to Tuesday. Oh, he's talking about the questions. Yes, for now on, we're going to ask for the questions on Tuesday so that uh, Lewis has a little more time. It seems to be good for everyone, so please make note. 4 a.m. was a little early to get a question in for Lewis over here on the West Coast. Respect. Great show and interviews, top to bottom Monday, especially from Eugene Behrman. As a fellow NBA fan, is there a basketball coach in the league Whom you would compare Behrman to in terms of coaching style and openness with journalists? And is there a coach you would love to interview someday? First one that came to mind was Greg Popovich. Second one that came to mind was Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson was known, but very strategically to sort of call out his players or criticize them in public. But there was always some sort of strategy behind that. I don't know if there was strategy behind Eugene on Monday. I think he's just like a no-nonsense, no-filter kind of guy. Um, Yeah. What do, you, uh, what do you guys think? I mean, Popovich is one, Jackson is another, Pat Riley. But, I mean, we're talking about, like, the creme de la creme here, the top 0.01%. For me, Pop is the
3: one that came to mind. D- did Pop openly criticize his guys a lot? I guess he would say. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, And and he's notorious for making Tim do the same work that the last guy right. on the bench would do. That's true. That's a great that point. Is, that is the one that immediately came to mind because – I th- You know, Phil Jack- Jackson, known as the Zen Master and, and all the things you said, but not, like, with the media super forthcoming. A lot of things were handled in the locker room. In fact, not many coaches are going to be like that. And to your point, Behrman is very rare in that regard. So, Pop is the only one that I really yeah. it, think that, that really came to mind for me. Pat
0: Riley, maybe?
3: No, because that's all, sh- you know, cloak and dagger, behind-the-scenes type stuff. Yeah. they Everything with the Miami Heat and Pat yeah, Riley has right. always been kept behind the scenes. Pop is the only one who goes I'm even out trying there. to think of football. Or... Maybe Parcells, right? right. Like even Belichick is just like... No, well, says no, nothing. That's the, the opposite. Media. He says nothing. Who's a
0: coach? Like who's like the most revered coach right now in all of sports? Who's like the coach
3: of coaches? J.B. Bickerstaff? Yeah. <laughs> I do like J.B., but... He's a great coach, but yeah, no, obviously right. I'm not mm-hmm. deluded. I don't know Shashevsky, uh, but that's... No longer coaches. Yeah, no longer.
2: I feel like people think goat coach. They think Bill Belichick.
0: I mean, he couldn't be any more different than you did, right? I'm trying to think of someone who has... The great Kirby Smart. Is that Georgia? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Honestly, never even heard of Kirby Smart. God, wow. That is amazing.
2: I mean, he's... But uh, admittedly,
0: I just don't like college football. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm sorry. The reason I ask, like, who is so secure in their job that they could be comfortable enough to say that without any fear of any type of backlash, you know, cause that's ultimately the thing, right?
3: I think there's a lot of, maybe not a lot, but there's, there's a number of coaches who would be in that position. But the difference is that I feel like a lot of them feel like they're giving something away. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the reason most coaches don't speak the way Eugene speaks and don't come on the show is because Eugene just told the world this camp was different than other camps. Here's how it was different. It took time for people to adjust. He's revealing things that could be viewed as, quote unquote, negative for him and for his fighters. And because of the relationship that they have, it's not negative. It's just the reality of the situation. And he's opening for that that for the world. Um, but a lot of people, I think, would be reserved and, and scared to potentially do that because they're giving away information that could potentially be u- utilized against them. But I think they're so um, they believe in what they're doing so much and they are so unafraid of what could potentially come back and so prepared that I think he's able to be that open and that honest while still at the same time, you ask them certain things that they will hold back, right? If you ask what was the exact conversation that happened around that, every single one of them wouldn't tell you. Every single one of them down to Eugene wouldn't tell you what the exact conversation they had was, but they were willing to tell you what had happened. So there is still a layer that even being open and honest that they won't you know peel that onion full the way all the way back um but they're more open than just about anybody else out there
0: would you agree that in MMA boxing a little different but in MMA there's no one quite like him right now
3: yeah i would agree with that i would 100% agree with that
0: I'm trying to think i mean you know there's there's been some uh, criticism of other coaches who aren't willing to be critical at all and 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 go the complete
3: opposite way right like be overly Uh, complimentary. The other thing we'd say, right? Like it's a product of what you're talking about. And by that, I mean, because he's so open, we're willing to, we're willing to acknowledge it, admire it and talk about it. But there might be other coaches who are just as hard on their fighters there might be coaches who are just as strict there might be coaches who hold their fighters the accountable the, the same way Eugene does but because they don't talk about it we're not aware we don't know and the, and because it's shrouded in secrecy we can't really like do that point of comparison because we don't know what's going on there so it, it has a benefit for Eugene and for City Kickboxing and, and his fighters in that it allows us to admire what they're doing and talk about it and discuss it um in addition to, you know, just feeling like you're getting an honest conversation out of somebody. I'm also trying to think of...
0: The thing is with him, like he really, you know, what's so different, which I feel very confident in saying, no social media, right? You see some other guys, you know, all about the social media, the fame. They say they don't want the credit. They say they don't want the fame. They say they don't want all these things. But in reality, you know, they do. I also feel like Eugene would be one of the very few coaches who would be comfortable throwing in the towel without fear of any type of backlash, right? Yep. There's other guys who are like I would never throw in the towel because, you know, in the back someone would say like, "Yo, you just robbed me of X Y and Z." I think he would do it and just be like, "Deal with it." I mean, even him telling the story of, you know, lying to Izzy
3: about fights being available, yeah, pretty much said it all, right? Well, I think Dan Hooker I think it was Hooker. I'm forgetting which of the CKB guys it was, but the way he described the difference between family and coaching, right? Yeah. Oh, it was Hooker because you were asking about if he would be a coach, right? And he was talking oh, about right. like.
0: Oh, no, no. Brad Riddell.
3: Was there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was Brad. Um, apologies to Brad. Um, and talking about. The, the, what they have being a family and the differences and the sacrifices and the things and the rela- and the difference in the relationship and the sacrifices that are being made. Yeah, I think there's full trust from the city kickboxing team in Eugene and I think there's full trust in Eugene to the city kick uh, to his city kickboxing team as long as, you know, they're operating on the same page and within the same parameters. So yeah, it's, a, it's to me, it feels like a very special relationship and I've, I think I've told this on the show before, but obviously I used to work for Glory Kickboxing. Israel Asanya was one of the kickboxers and glory kickboxing his time there um ended unceremoniously he he did not have a, a good run at the end he was not happy with how that went understandably so i was not there at that time anymore but anyway um i say all that to say that one of the things that i would do is set up interviews for israel asanya mm. who was one of the stars you know um at the time rising and as i've talked about before israel wasn't like the face of glory kickboxing um, which I think is probably where some of the frustration came from on his end, but he was um, one of the people that f- people wanted to talk to because of his style, because of how exciting he was, because of how flashy he was, and he ends up challenging for world titles. Um, and I used to, oh, my at when I was doing that, I used to have to book every single interview through Eugene Behrman. Eugene was the man managing Israel's career from very, very start to, to right now, um, and he would... Be very careful and cognizant of what opportunities were coming his way and managing that and making sure that the right things were coming and making sure that um, it was stuff that only benefited his fighters, in this case Israel, in that way. So this relationship lasts many years with Eugene and his fighters. This is not a business transaction. This is something where he's raising men and. Um, And and staying without staying with them throughout their careers and their lives. So yeah, it's a very, I think it's a very specific type of relationship and something that works for some work might not work for others. Some might want it to be transactional, right? Because at the end of the day, it's a lot harder to say no to somebody who's your family. And potentially somebody who's just your coach, so maybe you want that ability, mm-hmm. um, and and not, you know it, it's not a one size fits all thing. But with the team that he currently has, the proof is in the pudding, right? They are they have taken to this, and the success is there. So um, it's very unique in my in my opinion, and from the outside looking in. Well put, well said. Uh, we'll continue.
0: Rob Dog, good day, Ariel is a proud New Zealander and a longtime listener of the show. Monday's episode was everything I needed and more. I found the interview with Eugene, one of the very best you've done this year. And I thought it was amazing that just three weeks ago, I got to meet Coach Eugene while cornering my teammate in his very first fight. I couldn't believe that three weeks removed from a world title fight and three other huge fights in New York City, Eugene was cornering a couple of his amateur fighters on a small regional show in a small New Zealand city. It really speaks to his humility, considering how well his team continues to succeed. Following on from this, my question is, what other coaches, athletes, or support staff, managers, et cetera, have you interviewed over the years that walked the walk when it came to being humble, down to earth, and true to themselves despite their successes? It doesn't have to be MMA, but GSP strikes me as an easy one to spot. Shout out to GC. That guy keeps my betting account alive, wishing you all the best from the bottom of the world. Uh, great message. Thank you gsp is up there gsp hasn't changed the guy who was just sitting right over there hasn't changed to be honest um he is up there as well um you know izzy it's a little harder but like when you sit with izzy he's the exact same guy to me exact same dude as when i first met him um i would put him up there you know who's another one and you know i i uh I reached out to him yesterday. I tweeted about him as well. Frankie Edgar, who is retiring this weekend, never changed despite the success, the ups, and even the downs. Don't want to make it about this, but I'll just say, you know, bums me out that the last three or so years I couldn't speak to him. That's not his doing. That's his manager's doing, and and he's just doing what his manager says. Wish it wasn't the case, but um, nevertheless, doesn't stay – for me, like – doesn't take away how I feel about him or the fact that he didn't change. He would be up there as well. Um, Who else is up there? I was going to mention someone. I mean, Stipe didn't really change. Chris Weidman, DJ right there. Where is he? DJ. He didn't change at all. Um, Yeah, there's just some guys that just remain the same. Trying to look at the desk here. If I'm, uh, I mean, you know, Nate is big time, but Nate is is the same dude as as you know, the early days as well. That's why I love the sport so much. You know, it's it could be a little taxing every week, fights, twelve fights, fourteen fights, whatever it is. But uh, these characters, these personalities, these relationships—that's what really. Gets me excited. That's what I love so much about doing this pretty good job. Like Monday was great, and then the the um, the uniqueness of getting to ask. You know, we could have had the five guys, and it was great. But because Eugene starts it off, and I didn't plan for any of this with you know talking about this meeting and everything, and then getting to ask Carlos about it, and then Brad, and then Dan, and then Izzy. That was fun. Like that thread, and even now, I still feel like we got five percent of the story. Like I don't really feel like we know exactly what happened, but. Um, it was fun to ask that question to every single guy and get their take on it all. Newman, hello, Ariel. Hello, Newman. I was fascinating, or it was fascinating on Monday's show to hear from Coach Eugene and the fighters about some of the coaching and motivational tactics that go on behind the scenes at CKB. I really admire the brotherhood between them. I do too. The loyalty, the friendship. I mean, we've seen this in other gyms. AK, we've seen it in um, probably most notably... Where they all, But this is a unique one, man, from a corner of the world that was never really a factor in MMA, and they all kind of travel together, and they all support each other. It's a really unique bond that they have. I can only imagine how intense their sparring sessions are. True. My question is this. If you could be a fly on the wall that lived in any MMA gym for a specific period of time in which you had unlimited access to all the training, sparring, coaching that goes on behind the scenes, which gym would you choose in during which time period? Examples, aka during the DC and Khabib era, ATT, not ATT, ATT at the height of the Colby Jorge drama. There's a few that come to mind. Well, obviously, right now, CKB, um, Jackson's, right? There was a period with Jackson's with, you know, John on top, Cerrone Condit, um, Holly Holm, Michelle Waterson. So many fighters came through there. Alistair was there for a while. ATT, of course. Black Zillions back in the day, the uh, the Killcliff gym now, which, you know, prior to that was Sanford, which prior to that was sort of Black Zillions, um, TriStar with GSP on top, Rory in the mix as well, SBG, you know, when Connor was on top and the other guys were coming up, Gunner, and there was this, you know, influx, you know, Patty, um, that must have been a lot of fun. I mean, the CKB ones must be super intense. The AK one with, you know, there's Habib, there's DC, there's Luke Rockhold, there's Kane, there's all the Dagestani guys, and even AK back in the day with Fitch and Koschek and Kane just coming up and Swick and DC just coming up and 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 Bobby Southworth and uh Paul Buentello and um Rockhold coming up as well. It's tough to pick one, man. The A.K.A. ones seem to be special, too. Small gym, too. Super small, like when they were, you know, A.K.A. used to be in a strip mall. Max 83, hello, Ariel. With the rise of Bo Nickel, who had an outstanding amateur wrestling career in the likes of Askren, DC, or Brock who all had incredible credentials as well. I was always wondering why Kurt Angle never took the chance to compete in MMA. You mentioned that he was one of the first interview guests of your career, and so maybe you can answer that. A gold medalist in the higher weight classes, I think he would be a force like no others. Greetings from Germany, my man. Guten Tag. Um, When I... So I met Kurt Angle in 2006... I was working for a production company called K2 Pictures and one of their clients was spiketv.com and spike tv but we were doing a lot of online things you know I talked about the bartender thing that I did for them uh, one of the other things that we did was a preview show for the Ultimate Fighter 3 finale that was the first UFC event that I attended in person and also stuff for TNA Impact Wrestling and we did a pre-show for an event, I think it was 06. I'm pretty sure it was 06. Uh, It was Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe and it was Kurt Angle's, I mean, it was like first few months in, in TNA after leaving WWE. And I hit it off with Kurt to the point where we actually really became close friends. There was a period where I was talking to Kurt Angle, I swear, on average, two hours a night. And why do I bring this all up? Because he told me, that he was weighing an offer from the IFL, the International Fight League, to go over and fight for them while still wrestling. TNA was going to let him do this. He would go to the IFL, and he was very close. And there was also an offer on the table for him to join the Ultimate Fighter, I believe, Tough Ten, which was the Kimbo season, if memory serves me correct. So he was considering it. But by the time he was considering it, he was so far deep into wrestling and his body was so beaten up that I don't think it was a real consideration, to be honest. His body was beaten up when he went to TNA. When he left WWE, his body was really beaten up. Uh, I remember like to turn, to look at you, he wouldn't turn his neck. He would turn his whole body. He would be like, boom, as opposed to boom. So... Um, I don't think it was a real consideration, but we were super close. And then when I started my own website, jerrypark.com, he was my first guest. And it was timely because he had just been arrested for a DWI. He was going through some stuff, uh, but he was very, very kind to me. He said that I reminded him of Brian Gewurtz, possibly because we both went to Syracuse. And um, he put me in touch with Jeff Jarrett. I had like an email exchange, maybe one phone call with Jeff about potentially joining the writing team. It lasted two minutes. They asked me if I wanted to, or I'd consider moving to Nashville. I said no. And that was pretty much that. And then the relationship kind of just like fizzled. But if I see him now, he, he's always very kind to me. And, uh, you know, I hope he's doing well and, and wish him the best. But uh, to answer the question, uh, he, he did consider it. And there was an opportunity to join the IFL or tough, but I think he was just too banged up. Taco enthusiast. Hi, Ariel. Everybody has somebody that keeps them in check, helps them grow, and calls them out on BS. In your career, who is the one person that has consistently been there to keep you in check, mentor you, set you straight when necessary, and push you to be your best? Man, uh, that is a good question. I don't know if I have that person. I, I think that there are people who assume some of those roles. I don't know if everyone has that one person. I'll say someone that I've considered a mentor per se was someone named Aaron Cohen, who I met when I was an intern at HBO, who's one of the most brilliant minds that I've ever come across. Um, He's long been an HBO sports writer slash producer, NBC Sports, Olympics, pretty much for like 20 years. Anything that Bob Costas said, he wrote. Um, He's written a couple books, uh, most recently the Dick Ebersol book. The guy is just absolutely prolific. He's now working for the production company that's headed up by Connor Shell. I think it's called uh, Words and Pictures. And I met him and uh, you know, he was always very kind to me and always um, helpful. And I remember where I was when I was working for Spike TV and I realized that it was time to go and I wanted to start my own website and finally do this on my own. I was standing outside the Whole Foods Columbus Circle in New York City and I called him and I asked him if he thought it was a good idea and he said yeah go for it and I remember that being the sort of stamp of approval that I needed Um, and we're still friends and we played on the same basketball team together New York Urban League with New York Rick for a bit as well Um, New York Rick knows him uh, for a very long time for several years and we're still friends to this day talk quite often so you know, do we talk every day? Do we text every day? No, but I think that he's someone that's um, in that mentor category. I mean, I've known my wife since I was 12. So she's known me for a very, very long time. Um, And I think, you know, if you know someone for that long, that helps keep you grounded and not think that you're the shit or anything like that, because, you know, they knew you when you were uh, a pimply faced kid in seventh grade. So that's, you know, someone that comes to mind. My parents, definitely. Uh, My dad would always tell me to not get uh, too big headed or what would he say? Like to not make my shoes too big or something like that. He would always say something about shoes. Um, So those are some people that come to mind. Parents, wife, Aaron. I'd say the four of them have been the constants. Great question. Nathan Hernandez, my man, Ariel, short and sweet this week. Hope you'd get your thoughts on all things sweet signs. Oh, thanks. Spence Crawford mess. Ugh, what a mess. I mean, what a mess. What a disappointment, right? I mean, this fight was so good, so anticipated. I mean, they've just been circling each other. Just a disappointment. And now we're left with what? What? just a mess, an absolute mess of a situation. And you hope that they can make it happen. It would be good for both guys. And you hope it's not promoters getting involved. I think I might talk to Terrence in the next week or so, so we could get his side of the story. But uh, yeah, extremely disappointing, especially Errol Spence had that, you know, life-threatening, near-life-threatening car accident. It almost was taken away, comes back. Unfortunate, very depressing. How would you match make the next Fights under the 135-40 weight class. Wow. Um, I'm down with Devin Haney versus Cambosis, Excuse me, not Kambosis, Uh Lomachenko. Sorry, we saw that twice. Um, I think Haney wins. I don't think Lomachenko had the, you know, jaw-dropping performance that some expected him to have in his last fight. Tank versus Ryan. I mean, if Tank and Ryan want to tell the world, like, yo, you know, We could get it done. Crawford, Spence couldn't get it done. We could get it done. That's the one to make. I mean, I still believe, we talked about this on the show a few months ago. I I feel like if promoted correctly and it's kind of lost a bit of steam. Like you need to book those fights right after they get these big wins because everyone's talking about them. But I still feel like it could do very, very well. Could it do the million that I thought back in the late spring, early summer? I don't know, but I would love to see it. I would love to see two young guys with devoted fan bases passionate fan bases from different demographic sectors of society coming together in their prime. I mean, even maybe even before their prime, who the hell knows? Oh, please give me that fight. That would be incredible. So those are some of the big ones. I mean, uh, I want, I want to see speaking of one thirty-five, I want to see, um, Katie Taylor, either Katie Taylor against Serrano, Katie Taylor against Baumgartner. Um, Katie Taylor, Holly Holm. Not sure why I'm not so into Katie Taylor versus Cyborg, just because I don't think that Cyborg could get down to 35, and I don't really want to see Katie fight so high up. But 35, I mean, without a doubt, one of the best divisions, if not the best division in boxing, male or female. Excited for Plant versus Benavidez. Yeah, uh, Benavidez is tremendous. Uh, Glendale guy, Arizona guy. Fought at the same arena that we were at uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Beat my uh, fellow Canadian, David Lemieux. Um, it's a solid fight. Plant. No sold me on the handshake when I was at the tank fight in uh, December. All good. No hard feelings. You know, solid showing against Canelo. I think Benavidez would be the favorite in that one. Um, undefeated. Stud. Having a tough time finding an opponent. Big, big-ish name. So, yeah, I'm down. I love boxing. Always a lot of fun. A lot of youngsters coming up. Uh, Boots Ennis is one that comes to mind. Obviously, there's Shakur Stevenson. So he's in that 35 mix. I I can't wait to see who he fights. Um, Probably going to move up, obviously, because he missed weight. Heavyweight is a little bit frustrating, sort of like the Spence Crawford situation. I want to see Fury fight against uh, Usyk and or Joshua. And, of course, the big one this weekend, uh, Deji versus Mayweather. You're correct. Do you have any interest in Deji versus Mayweather?
3: Again, you know, sure, passingly, but I only really care about Floyd having a real fight. Like these fights against, you know, influencers. Like, sure, it'll do fine. It's a little extra money in his pocket, but it's not. It's not it for me.
0: Can you can you uh, tell me like Deji? Deji is
3: KSI's brother. Yes, I don't
0: like. What is his, what is his, oh, you're,
3: what? I'm out of my, oh, okay. I'm out of my depths here. Like,
0: he's just like, he looks like a kid with glasses. Like I
3: don't, yeah, he's, he's a content creating YouTuber and that's about as much as I know about him. I'm not, I honestly, the same with KSI. I really don't know what KSI is popular for. I just know it's from YouTube. I guess my issue
0: with this particular quote unquote fight exhibition, whatever you want to call it is. In the past, we've kind of, like, faked that there's a chance that these guys will give Floyd a run for his money. Did we? I don't know. Who? Who did? I don't know. Freaking who, Ryzen. I, did. I didn't. The Ryzen
3: one. Come on, stop this. Who was the first Ryzen fight? Oh, oh, okay. Tension. Tension, yeah. Now, that see, there's levels to this, right? Deji and Tension. De- Deji looks like a guy
0: who's asking him for a selfie. Yeah. And no, e- t- even his demeanor at the thing, he's like, I can't believe I'm fighting Floyd. I'm like, oh,
3: the, God, can we not fake this? The thing with Tension was it was he's, he's a young kid. And it was, it was not the right time, but he's a legit kickboxing killer. Like, tension is cream of the crop when it comes to that. Um, and that in was a, a one-sided drubbing. Listen, Floyd, I don't know how many times I have to come on this show and talk about how good Floyd Mayweather is, how big a pay-per-view draw Floyd Mayweather is. We're talking about all these boxing pay-per-views. They're just not Floyd. They're not Floyd, and they can't be Floyd. But yes, to your point, like, this one doesn't feel competitive, but I'll be honest, like— you know nobody really thought the other ones were competitive either
0: by the way what do you make of dc's list there disastrous
3: i right? understand Come i understand on. him sticking to what he's sticking to but i What's he sticking obviously to? do not agree with that list Well, he's saying like okay these people never lost the nunez so one it bothers me the most nunez sure. is not so a, it's not the it's not necessarily the mayweather and habib at the
0: top actually i have no habib. issue with mayweather i really don't i mean would i put him number I mean, 1 I, you know no
3: not really i don't think he's i don't think he's the
0: best mayweather's player. inclusion on that particular list is he's not the most offensive yes, you, is then. not the most
3: egregious i, I would say the uh, the nunez one is egregious well, you know how i feel about who's the greatest female fighter of all time so we of course we agree there cyborg I right i don't even think it's nunez yeah i think it's cyborg yeah so i can't agree with that um, but i understand if his rationale is look these guys never tasted defeat so i'm placing them higher I guess I can understand the thought. I don't agree with it, but I understand the thought in terms of his top two.
0: Nunes wouldn't be on there. And the Habib no. thing is tough because it's like a, a bunch of what-ifs. Would be, would have been, you know? It doesn't work that way. That's not how this list goes. This list isn't a would-be. If you want to do a would-be, then fine, do the would-be. But as far as accomplishments, it has to be accomplishments. It has to be what they've done, I agree with you. Habib's career I, just ended, and I—that's I not, that, not. I'm not trying to be offensive. Like everyone takes it so personally. We're just talking. I, and again, by the way, if you want to do the list where hey, this guy got
3: caught, he's excluded, then I'm I'm okay with that and, too. And he said that as well. Yeah. He said he'd have John. Jo- Look, if you're if you're if you're not excluding anybody, he admits John Jones is is the dude, right? And I think that's where my list. Also, is not, I,
0: sure. I I personally think. You Know, I know he's just doing a TV segment and we're probably giving it a little too much airtime. I just saw it, so I thought it was interesting. Yeah. But uh, doing a list of boxing and MMA together is a little silly, right?
3: <laughs> I agree with that, right? Yeah, very, very different. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not look, it's not my list, not a great list. I agree with you there, but I also, I guess, you know, he's making his own criteria as we all are when we're making up these garbage lists, and his criteria is whatever his criteria is.
0: Honestly, I could live with the Khabib one, it's the Amanda one that kind of bother wow me. yeah
3: you can live with habib number two i
0: could live with habib number two
3: i could live with it
0: do i agree with it no right i can let it the fly
3: george versus habib debate just last yeah week, yeah, yeah. Or even i don't even remember what, what
0: if what if blah 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 yeah. the amanda one to me is crazy it's just crazy i agree with you it's absolutely crazy and i and i probably wouldn't do i would do a separate men's and women's yeah and amanda could be on the women's one but i mean there's just way more i mean Top five greatest fighters of all time in the history of fighting,
3: boxing and MMA. Are you crazy? Now, if the li- what if the list though was, or he you know presented the list as like in their absolute prime right now, na- like no, you take them in your pri- in their prime and you say this person has to fight anybody else in their weight class on the planet right now. No, Floyd and Floyd and Habib would be up there for sure. Sure, right? Um, Amanda would probably be up there. In her absolute prime, was there, a, was there a woman on the planet? Yeah, but again, I don't think that
0: the two should be mixed. Um, by the way, as we're talking about this, Sahudo just tweeted to DC, yo, DC, you really are the golden fluffer. You know how hard it is to win a gold medal in wrestling if, and then two UFC belts? You chose the bronze medalist as one. Please redo this list. If
3: if we're keeping it a buck, yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: Cejudo. Henry,
3: Ce- Henry Cejudo... Uh, Clarissa Shields, like if we're talking about people who have achieved Katie a Terrell, lot of, of course, wow. Well, <laughs> Clarissa Shields got two yes, yes, two yes, Olympic yes, yes. gold medals, shitty weight know. class. Um, but if we're if we're talking about that, like, you know, th- there is there is an argument for Henry Cejudo to have really like be high on everybody's list of combat sports.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Two divisions, Olympic gold medal. Yeah, the list is trash. I mean, it's just absolute nonsense. Not great. Um, We continue. A couple more. Oh, this is from Tony McGregor, our old friend. Hola Ariel, or hola Ariel, I should say. Gosh, that was embarrassing. Uh, Your good pal T-Mac here. Quick question to you. Given your cleanliness nature, I am intrigued to know how you may approach this following conundrum. If you were ever to exchange a crisp $20 note in exchange for a product or service... (laughs) This is incredible. Uh, Thank you for this, Tony. I'm I'm enjoying this tremendously. Uh, Totaling $19.25 and you received 75 cent in coinage. Do you take the unclean random coinage or do you leave it behind? Please take the above from both a self-service checkout machine and a shopkeeper perspective. Personally, I gave up ever accepting coinage since 2018 interested to hear how your fellow comrades would act in this situation also all the best don t do you guys know what he's referencing no idea no what, what the is infamous it? come on i really don't you don't know this video i don't oh the tony mcgregor yes where he's yes.
3: wearing the slim suit yes. the, see sorry this is an inc- coinage just sparked it for me yes okay okay yes the the Connor mcgregor's father tony mcgregor Oh, my God. Coinage video. Could I... This... Now... Yes. I have to admit, my memory of it is you loving it, not the actual video itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, at the time that it came out, loved it so much and talked about it so much... Loved it. That my memory of it is actually of you, not of the video.
0: It's such a good video. I'm trying to... I just typed in Tony McGregor coinage, um, and there's a lot of... Oh, my God. It's been immortalized on a t-shirt.
3: But By the way, I saw the... uh the the Liverpudlian, um, Tara, you know uh, the 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 guy at the at the gas station. Who um, the the uh, what's it called? Something something. Friends are few. Oh yeah yeah. Tara yeah. to you that guy. Yeah yeah. Um, you and, saw him? No, I saw the that video pop back up. Oh my god back. yeah. The guy um, looks like Darren. He thought of you. This is
0: one of the all time great videos. It's Tony McGregor being upset that he got too many coins back from the uh, the dart right. Oh, and my uh, there's an article here about Conor McGregor saying his dad's off his head for this coinage video. He did this video complaining and he and he said he he was nonplussed or something. Ugh! Oh, can we get this someone please? Tony McGregor to the. T- To the dart, never ever threaten me, Tony McGregor, again with your coinage or you will suffer consequences, the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered. Why can't I find the video? Has it been scrubbed? Irritation caused by too much coinage. Come on, give it to me here, independent. Well, it's a great video. And yeah, I understood. He was wearing a slim-fitted, I think he said Hugo Boss suit in the video. Let me see if this one... Why, why is no one linking near Creek do you know why no one's linking to the video
3: I mean I don't think it had as much of a last It did Packed. no on it really did as it on others as it did on you maybe I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna do one more I I, I feel like I was Tony McGregor off Instagram I need this video, guys. Can someone find it for me? Can you find it for me? I just need to hear it. I need to hear it. Connor may have found it. You found it, Connor? He's looking. He's looking. If anyone can find it, it, it's Connor. It's him sitting in his backyard wearing headphones.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got got it? Connor's got it. How long before it's up? Give him a few minutes. Okay, right? go to the next question. Yeah, yeah. go to the next, to the question, next question and we'll
0: circle we'll oh back. Man. I mean, a bay, a bay. Oh, I, I remember a bay. Uh, great seeing Ben Askren on the show recently. What a minch, minch, minch. You discussed the famous trade and why they don't happen more. If you could pick two fighters for a trade that suits both fighters and organizations, what would it be? What about AJ McKee versus well, okay, he gives me one. I'd trade Cody Garbrandt for eight for MVP. Ooh, I like that. But I feel like MVP has a little more legs, right? Right now in the career. Uh Cody is far from a UFC title fight, but is still a former UFC champ with star, power, and popularity. One decent win elsewhere, and he could get a shot. As for MVP, the BKB thing tells me he wants high profile exciting matchups. MVP at 85 versus Izzy. Ooh, that would be fun. Although MVP is more 70, right? You could also do domestic fights versus tiller Leon. Apparently their camps have heat. Thoughts, much love your boy at bay. Uh not bad. Uh, what AJ's one? Who else would be a good candidate? Who's maybe unhappy? Oh, what about what about AJ versus Pyotr Yan? That's a fun one. Um, trying to see. Mm, what about? I like the AJ one just because I feel like he's kind of hit a ceiling a little bit. Colby versus AJ? No, that's crazy. Tony Ferguson versus AJ. Would you do, Eric, would you do Tony Ferguson versus AJ?
3: Who am I in this scenario? Both. Both. Like would you would you okay this trade or would you would you veto it? Oh, you oh you're saying a trade. You said versus. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're saying sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tony for AJ? Mm -hmm. Nah, not if I'm Bellator. I don't I don't want I don't need Tony Ferguson back for AJ McKee. No. What?
0: I don't know. He's one of
3: the young rising stars in the sport. For the guy who hasn't won a fight in a really really long time. Nah, that's what about AJ versus Pyotr Yan? Now, Peter Jan is more interesting, but not like nah If if I'm Bellator, I'm I'm banking on AJ McKee, but he's got a he's got a tough task ahead of him on New Year's Eve. I'll tell you that. So, who would you do? What's a good trade that benefits both? Um, hmm. Is uh, we're thinking Bellator and UFC at the moment? I feel like that's uh, maybe okay. Maybe whoa, whoa, I wasn't because I mean, if you do Kayla, Kayla is a good Kayla for who? Somebody. I mean yeah, it's obviously somebody but I mean, would you do the answer would, is probably anybody. Would you
0: right? do no, you you wouldn't do Caleb uh, for Cody, right?
3: No. Again, why, yeah. why is the 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 promotion that's giving up something good getting back people who are on big losing streaks? That doesn't yeah. really because the UFC's not going to give up any of these guys. Look, they, I mean, would you do Caleb? Fa- okay, Caleb for for Rewind, for, rewind for, the tape just for one second. Yeah. It literally gave a Demetrius Johnson. Like, we're not talking yeah, about... Yeah, but he was a guy who was coming off a loss, uh, you know, didn't sell a lot of pay-per-views. Okay. You, the names that you gave me so far were Tony Ferguson and Cody Garbrandt. I mean, that's not the same. DJ losing once is not... Hmm. I think it has to be somebody who's disgruntled, right? Like, it has to be somebody who's who's not currently in the... Look, I mean... Can John Jones get a fight somewhere? Look John Jones mm. for somebody, right? Mm. Like if John Jones if they can't make it happen right now with John Jones, hey John Jones. Somewhere else. Would you do John Jones? There's no one even on his level. John
0: Jones for Kayla. No. No. Cuz I yeah. I mean, who's even like who's the, Okay, here's a good question. Who's the biggest star outside of the UFC right now?
3: Outside the UFC. Yeah.
0: Who's the biggest star? Who who's the Patty the Chandler who
3: comes to the UFC right now and is just on a rocket ship? I mean, they not a boxer, right? We're talking. Yeah, yeah. Has to be an MMA fighter. Logan Paul. Well, I was gonna say Jake Paul. <sighs> instantaneously becomes number one. I don't even know. Um, DJ, right? We've been there, done that. But he's I'm, he's the biggest, right? He's the biggest name right now, the most highly. Ranked, By the way, most if that's the case,
0: doesn't say a lot for everyone else's ability to make stars.
3: I mean, the former UFC champion of of think we know that that the 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 UFC is very good at that. The wow. UFC is very good at, at those. I'm products. looking at the MMA
0: fighting rankings here because they include everyone. Heavyweight, no one in the top five, no one really in the top ten. Bader, been there, done that. Light heavyweight, Corey Anderson. Been there, done that. Middleweight, Johnny Eblen. Not there yet. Gagard coming off a loss. Nothing. Welterweight, Amasov. Nothing. Uh, lightweight, nothing. Jeez Louise. Featherweight.
3: Now, now you have Patricio Pitbull.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you, you know what? It might be Patricio, but is he, he's not really a draw? AJ, AJ
3: AJ and Patricio yeah. are like, you know, they're they're up there. Yeah. The thing is that, you know, you want the rising talent to hit at the right time. That's kind of the thing.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know if DJ, you know D DJ's probably the name, but he's not the one who would want to. Is go Kayla Biggers. the biggest name outside of the UFC? It's possible. DJ bigger. I think DJ is bigger. Yeah, and, especially I, but, and I also his last think. Wow. I also think you can get more. You could probably squeeze more out of AJ McKee or Patricio, uh, just because of the the, the number of competitors, Slim potential picking, competitors. Though. Yeah. The outside of the UFC, it's it's hard. But we're thinking about, in addition to ranking, also like drawing potential, right? Which makes it a little bit of a different conversation because there's still some very sure. sh- strong, like Johnny Eblin's up there, right? Like Johnny Eblin, yeah, a great he's fighter, so young. Gone are the days where you had like a Mayhem, a
0: Nick. Yeah, that that, An days. Overeem. Yep. Gone are those days. So many events. Um, all right. One more. Last one. Cole. Hello, Ariel. This question is for you as well as the entire crew. How do you fall asleep? Air conditioner slash fan on, specific bedtime clothes, just briefs slash boxers. Are you a cuddler? Do you sleep with one leg outside of your sheet? Do you fold your pillow in half? Do you sleep in darkness or fall asleep with the TV on? I know it's an odd question, but figure I'd hit y'all with an on MMA question. I love the show and haven't missed one since the return, best wishes. Wow. We addressed this a little bit, right? Um I, I, I wear it all. I wear socks, I wear sweatpants, I wear a t shirt, I wear a hoodie. Um in the in the summer I might go shorts instead of the sweat but I'm typically usually wearing a sweatshirt. And I do have some clothes that I, you know, keep for, I was a lot more, I was a lot more strict about that, like certain clothes that I would only sleep in, but now I don't really care. Um, I like it warm. I hate the AC. And my dad actually always did this thing where he would sleep on a pillow and then have another pillow over his head. Uh, I don't really do that but i do like to like cover my eyes and i like it to be dark it doesn't have to be dark like i know some people need no light like nothing window crevices it doesn't have to be but i know that's a thing for some people um i can no joke i've watched the first 15 minutes of this is Wrexham. it has taken me 4 viewings and I can't get by the, four, the, the first 15 because I keep having to like rewind and then I'll fall asleep You know, after three minutes. It's crazy. I'm still on the first episode. I love it and I look forward to it and I can't go more than four minutes. And then I start it and I'm like, I don't even know where we're at. So I have to go back and then I'm, st- you know, like I'm not making any progress here. It's a big
2: problem. You watch problem. it laying in bed? Yes. Oh, there's your issue right there. Yeah. I'm done. Where yeah, else am I going to watch it? Your
0: couch. <laughs> if I do that, I'm going to fall asleep too. Wow. I got to be honest with you. I don't have, I don't know if it's it's if it's if a cell phone thing, if it's an ADD thing. I don't know if it's a getting older thing, being a parent. I don't know if I, other than sports, like I don't have the patience.
1: Oh, that's an aerial thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely
2: an aerial thing. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to throw you under the bus here. I, I'm with that. You have the patience to sit and watch a show. No, I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I think, a, a I think it's a I think it's a an attention span like attention spans have been drastically changed and shaped by horrible, media. right? I can't yeah. I can't focus the same way I used to be able Someone to.
1: Someone should have like a streaming service that only lasts like maybe 10-15 minutes and you could just watch them in quick It's called YouTube, quick mm. bites.
2: I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. Uh you could hire a lot of big names for it. Maybe do just verticals so like Oh, uh, I think this could yeah. be successful. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Anybody? Nobody picking up on that thing. No. <laughs> yeah. What is uh, it? Great streaming service called Quibi.
0: Oh, stop it. Yeah. That's uh, a jeopardy. What question. a
2: disaster.
0: How long did that? By last? the way, less than
3: a year, right? Oh, yeah. Not even. Like, I mean, their a few months. Their
0: timing ago. was pretty shitty with the pandemic. Who their timing have? was yeah.
3: bad, and also I would argue that the platform concept wasn't the issue as much as the programming, the content. Right. Like, mm. the, it, it's driven by content. Right. They didn't have the content that people wanted, so it it died.
2: What do you guys wear to sleep? I am a, uh, shorts. <laughs> shorts, not like boxers. No shirt. No socks, nothing. Fan on, AC on. What is Blackout it? What is out it? curtains. No shirt? No shirt, yeah. Jesus. He
1: doesn't want to, you know, make anything lose in his dreams.
2: What? I don't know, I don't know what that The shirt
1: curse. <laughs> what about, what about Frank uh, barging was, into my, my awesome. moment with DC That earlier? was great. Yeah. DC great. loved it. Yeah, yeah.
2: I bet he did. That was fantastic. Uh, Okay, so no shirt, fan
0: on, AC on?
2: Fan on, AC on. Let's I have it go. set up. AC's on a timer, so it turns off after two hours. Sometimes when I get up in the middle of the night, it Jeez. crank it back on. Uh, oh. Eye shades on? Come on. Blackout curtains. Eye shades oh, yeah. on? Oh, yeah, man. Back in the day when I worked the, the graveyard shift, I would have to go to sleep at like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. in the morning. So I okay. got into the habit of an eye shade, and now I can't live without them, you know, yeah. form to the face. Podcast on? Uh, really? Sometimes this is fascinating. Oh yeah. Low level podcast. Sometimes I'll What's a low to, level podcast? No, no, no. Like low volume
0: level. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Sometimes I'll forget to turn the sleep timer on and it'll just start going through my podcast and it'll end up on the MMA hour and awesome. I'll wake up like confused in the middle of the night and I'll hear you talking and oh, it's that's like awesome. Oh God, what what is going on? <laughs> what's going on right now? Uh what do you what do you usually listen to? Like what's your go to? My go to been listening to it for like half a decade now, is part of my take. Uh, really? Yeah, that's that's. that's your, are, are they every night? No, they're they're three times a week, but they're like two and a half hours. So, so. Uh, yeah, that my girlfriend found this like sleep podcast where a woman like softly reads you uh, <laughs> like a a nighttime <laughs> story. You're kidding? No, it's like a very what kind of calming.
1: story? I think it's called calm,
2: right? It, any any kind of story, like uh like let's take a walk through the woods or let's go to the beach. It's like very calm, like it's. Uh, and then they read it at half speed the second time to like nice. really. How long is the story? Probably like fifteen minutes. And is it a real story? Uh, no. It's like I think the name of the podcast is like nothing much happens. It's just like uh, wow. we take a walk down to the. And is
0: it one of those like oh we're walking in the the woods and you hear the the leaves? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So and it's like
2: effects. it starts off. It's like take a deep breath. Like get God. rid of the rest of your day. You really need this? No, I don't need it. It's just. All right, so since I was young, I've always listened to the radio on a sleep timer. I used to listen like to that. Braves games as I fell asleep. Love that. And so it's just matured into podcasts. Interesting. Is it like ASMR or? I don't know. It's like white noise. <laughs> uh, it's like, hello. That's oh, wow. what, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah She's yeah. like, it's, yeah, you should listen to what it. Is that, what
0: does
1: that stand for, Frank, ASMR? Oh, no, I don't remember. It was this like Something a, about like. You're sythi- Do you sympathetic. Like it? No, I it it's all BS. Why? I mean they've what's y- happening? Okay, you can stop. <laughs> like people saying that they actually get like a surge of feelings from just your yes. yeah, it's yeah.
0: <laughs> um wow, okay. Listen to the pot. What about New York Rick? I feel like this is gonna be a real funky one.
6: What?
3: What is that supposed to <laughs> – oh hold God, on. Before, what? What does that <laughs> mean? Like, can I just say,
0: I, I, don't, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but like, it's a whole different dynamic with you here on a Wednesday. I mean, I feel like –
3: how's your Wednesday? I mean, yeah, I feel like this has to happen. About, here's the thing about this. Almost better on Wednesday than and Monday. Here, yeah, for sure. And here's the thing about this, and here's the thing about the uh, the jokes and the jabs. What and jokes the, jabs? and jabs? You the, brought a lot to the you – know, t- Look who's I'm, here. Let me, let, no, no, I appreciate that but but before this you know it was a little everybody was a little too comfortable talking about oh you know look who's showing up oh, let me see this wow let me see this okay. let me get this all off right. my chest all first right. of all oh, while you're, you're while shooting? you're trying to this is shoot out of everybody in this floor right here this little studio and that the studio in this control room yeah, yeah, yeah. the only one who's not paid to be here the only one who that's pays a, to wow. come in wow, that's a good point pays money very good point is yours truly that's a great point. so it ain't exactly it didn't exactly you know, just, Oh, just show up. Come on in. Oh, yeah. It's nice to well, have Sacrifice. I you. sacrifice. It's I nice to have you here.
0: Uh, thank you. Can you, you can, by the uh, way, you the can get behind playing, the scenes, no. you can get behind the scenes content with DC as he's back
3: there. Hey, DC, give That's us your true. top five no, best fighters of all fair. time. That, you know, I was think I was actually thinking that, but then, you know, it's kind of hard, especially when they have like an obligation to go to, you don't want right, to, Right. you don't want to stop that. Um, now back to the topic. Why do we think that I have a weird sleep routine? Uh,
0: no, I mean, I, I just, I feel like you, 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 you march to the beat of your own drum. Fair. There's always things that, like you listen to podcasts on like double the speed, that I nonsense. I only listen to podcasts, no
3: music, which. yes, you know, that's good. fine. But don't you, don't you, you don't speed it up? don't listen to music ever? I don't. I, well, see, this is the whole thing. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. I don't seek out music, right? Like I don't have MP3s. I don't like have a Spotify list. I don't seek out music. I'm not anti music, which is what it's often works no for. No right? pay,
1: doesn't listen to music. Like it's fascinating.
3: No, nobody. If somebody's playing music, I'm not like turn that music off. I can't listen to music. It's just that I don't seek music. I listen to podcasts only.
2: This is fascinating. Um,
3: many people have attributed that to <laughs> severe mental disorders. Wow. Um, I fall asleep with a podcast. Is there a go to? No just depends on what i'm listening to at the moment most of the time i'm gonna have to re-listen in the morning similar to what you're talking about like i'm yeah i'm just missing it yes um but i'll fall asleep with the podcast uh my wife snores very loudly it's nice to bring me right into sleep yeah it's great your wife snores is that a problem no okay. she found listen you know she's lucky she found somebody who can drown that out very easily i fall asleep like that
0: can I tell you something about podcasts since we're talking I I find myself just going through the podcast these days, like the library
3: and being like, I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to listen to yeah, that. Yeah, you start to you start to I have fatigue. Be even more selective of the What is that all about? From that. Overexposure, you know, same as anything else. We're just listening to too many. I'm in the same boat. Do you think people say that about us? No, because I think we are you're you're probably skipping over more evergreen things or things that are not really relevant to your interests. If you're an MMA fan, what what is there to That's listen to other than this show? This is this is the number one the show and the shows. number ten. Um,
1: it's it's all it's everything.
0: I don't need a lot. What about you, Frank?
1: It's pretty um, simple. Oh, I feel like this is going to be really weird. Wait, no, just <laughs> one leg out, usually one leg out. of the of the blanket, tidy whities <laughs> um, no, no, that, that was, I got more of a laugh than I w- would think it should, but okay. La- Frank, I'm laughing more at
3: Aaron. Uh, no, I mean, so I just, know. like, just the fact that he I even just... decided to ask that question is well, I know, more yeah, what I mean, I'm laughing like, I'm not
1: giving him what he wants. He wants to poke uh, the No, no, no. I just, just, you know, he asked me the question. So I one think. leg out. Okay. Um, pillow fort. As Pillow like, for <laughs> because it's it, it's kind of a, a point of contention because, like, I use oh. so many pillows, but I don't actually use them, I just kind of like put them around me. You like having a lot, okay? Yeah. I get that. And then, um, I usually watch something on YouTube that deals with astronomy, it's like kind of boring but also interesting, and then I just fall asleep.
0: You so you need specifically a YouTube yeah. video on astronomy, well,
1: yeah? And like, I tell people this, and like, oh, dude, hook it up, like, send me that video, and I do, and they're like, I haven't slept that well in so long, it's really good.
0: That is so strange. What kind of uh, like? What's the channel?
1: There's a couple. Um, they're all done by like physicists usually. So there's like Cool Worlds. There's one called C. Um, PBS has one. Yeah, it, it's all really interesting stuff. Where you're like, hmm, that's cool. And then wait, I'm asleep now. Wow. Okay, and I think you think Joe like, does the same thing. You really? He's not disagreeing. So yeah. Oh, wow. But don't they say not to look at a screen before bed? Who says that? I don't know. People. I don't trust people. Mm.
0: Okay. So I don't feel so bad about my sleep habits, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't love looking at the phone before bed, but uh, I'm watching the show that I really want to watch and I just keep falling asleep. Maybe Maybe
1: that's what's making you go to sleep.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But I could sleep through anything. My wife wakes up if someone, you know, I don't know like breathes too hard um, I could sleep through anything kids come in the bed don't even notice oh you're here in the morning wonderful um, yeah I can't be bothered I don't know why are people so interested in uh, our sleep habits I don't know they, we want fun- to to they
1: want to relate to they
0: want to relate like that US uh, Us Weekly thing right stars are just like us no yes Uh, did we find the Tony McGregor video? It is ready to go. Oh, I can't wait. This a little context here. Tony McGregor, the father of Conor McGregor. Uh, this is probably back in 2018 or so, uh, is an icon, a legend, a one of one, just an absolute character there. There should have been a show made on him already. I don't know why there hasn't been one. He was one time upset about the dart system, which is like the subway system. I believe I think it's up above ground but don't take my word for it in uh Dublin and uh, he took to social media to express his displeasure about a specific thing that happened to him on the dart. Here's this infamous video.
5: Okay, everybody, good evening. Uh I just let you know about my uh travel experience on the dart this afternoon. That's the rail system that Dublin City operate. It's called the Dublin Area Ra- rapid transport, something like that. D A R T, that's what it stands for. Anyway, I was none too plussed with my experience on the Dart. Uh, when I got to Lansdowne Road Station, uh, I tendered a brand new crisp 20 euro note into the automatic machine looking for a single ticket to Dunleary. They had the bloody cheek to uh, give me back, and I'm going to show you this uh, coinage 20 euros, 1730. And a miserable little one-way ticket. They they give me all that coinage, um, I have no room to put to put those coins anywhere. I wear a slim fit, hand fitted Hugo Boss suit. Uh,
0: I mean that is does it? it you're quick, did it end on that? I feel like that ended prematurely. Yeah, there there might have been more, but I mean. We got the gist, no? Wait, wait, wait. I, I, someone pulled it up here. One second. Oh, there's... I have no mo- room. No, I know. I think his ended a little...
5: Suit.
0: Oh, yeah. There it is. Um, That's just an incredible video. He was so upset that he put in... Can we see one more time? What is the word that he used? A, a crisp $20... Can I see just one more time, if you don't mind? A crisp $20 note, he said. And uh, he's very... Here it is.
5: Okay, everybody. Good evening. Uh, I just let you know about my uh, travel experience on the Dart this afternoon. I like how he that's breaks it the down. The rail system that Dublin City operate is called the Dublin Area Ra- Rapid Transport, something like that. DART, that's what it stands for. Anyway, yep. I was non two plused with my non two plus. On the I still dirt. use that till this day, by uh, the way. When I got to Lansdowne Road Station. Uh, I tendered a brand new, crisp twenty euro note into the automatic machine. Looked crisp at single ticket to Dunleary. Dun they had the bloody cheek to uh, the give bloody me back. Cheek. I'm going to show you this uh, coinage. He's being serious right now. Twenty euros, seventeen thirty, and a miserable little one-way ticket. They they gave me all that coinage. Um, I have Dude. no room to put to put those Sounds coins like anywhere. I wear a. Slim fit, hand-fitted Hugo Boss suit.
0: Oh, it's just amazing. Anyway, that turned into like a whole thing. Articles written about it, Connor responds to it, a whole thing. And so that question was uh, paying homage to that. And I could see where he's coming from. Hand-fitted suit? You don't want to have all that coinage. I mean, coinage is annoying. So I could see where he's coming from. All right, thank you to everyone who sent in questions. A great time was had. We do need to make our picks. I feel like we've been beating around the bush. I feel like we have been delaying the inevitable. I think it is time to make our picks. A little nervous right now, guys. A little. A lot. I mean, you can't really be nervous when, you know. You know what's going to happen here? We're going to smash this, and then your crick will have to come back on Wednesdays. Because remember, the big difference here is Zoom usually this time in person. All right, look. If that's the state, Are you saying if we win this weekend, you're a Wednesday mainstay?
3: Nah,
2: he has to be a Wednesday maybe, mainstay until we lose again.
3: Maybe we'll swap. Maybe I'll come in Wednesday and stay home Monday. We'll, we'll see. All
2: right, I, I say we just get right into it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's randomize it. the order. I've
3: never been here in person to see this. I uh, gotta this tell you,
2: it's
0: nice. This
2: is fun. Because, as I said, remember they don't
3: send me this stuff. So oh, really? Oh. You want to? A
2: lot of, of pressure. Ariel picking first, Rick second. Uh, dun, 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 I will dun, dun, come up third and drink. Frank. Dun, Ariel, you want to switch? Dun, right? Frank's only got one pick. I'm open ready. to switching.
0: Can you tell me what your pick is? Okay, tell I me will what do your pick that p-
2: once it's Frank wants to switch with everyone. One, one pick. Is
0: is there something All that you're think. very, very passionate about? No, I just right. only have the one. Well, it's a tough one, I must say. Alex Pereira, plus one hundred seventy five, Izzy, minus two oh five, Gutierrez, big favorite. Pueyas, Hooker Brad Riddell Petrosky. Yep, these are names You are fighters. definitely yeah, naming yeah, 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 yeah. the I'm, I'm just trying to I'll, I'll tell you the one <laughs> He's trying to find it He's trying to find I'll tell you the one that I was leaning towards Wait, I want to see something right here <laughs> uh, mm, yep. That's an interesting one mm. I'm going to go with this Okay. Uh, can I ask you guys your opinion? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to you?
3: over one and a half. I'm I'm gonna. I'm not loving the over unders lately. So Why? I I I. I, I, kill you. I well, listen. Right. I, I'm saying me personally. So I'm gonna let GC speak to that. GC, I, I don't please. Feel, I don't have a
2: read on that. I mean. Molly McCain could get a knockout. Though her two knockouts came in the third round. Blanchfield, not the biggest finisher, unless you got her on the ground. It's your pick, man. You feel confident. Let me say this about that pick.
3: Yeah. Blanchfield might be somebody, might be somebody's pick later,
2: and then that eliminates that. Mm, That does eliminate the potential for Blanchfield. Is
0: that is that your pick, Frank? No. Right. Oh, I, I, then think there it's, you
3: go. I think so, it's what, what no no what about
2: Well it, it could be one of them, about, but I, I have other.
0: What ones. about Izzy Paeta over one and a half?
2: <laughs> I mean that mm. that will likely happen. Isn't the number shopping picks? Isn't the number like huge? Minus five sixty. That feels surprising with a guy that can just end it at any moment. Yeah, but I don't Alex Alex got the Poirier Chandler over a half round. Only being minus 650 seems <laughs> kind of ridiculous. People, think- Oh, you know why? You know why I didn't mention that? It's not even on the damn thing. Oh, well, it's on DraftKings Sports. Oh, yeah. Why did it- is This
0: site is really... Okay, you know what? See, I totally forgot about Zhang Li and-, and Carlos Barza.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Final answer. Carlos Barza, Zhang Weili over one and a half.
2: Okay, minus 400. Uh, I see
0: 375, but I guess... Well, I'm on DraftKings Sportsbook.
2: It's okay. Uh, Carlos Parza, Zhang Wei over one and a half. I like that you've taken to these one and a halves. I mean, that's my bread and butter. I'm. I'm I like them too. So far, they have yeah, they're uh, great, aren't they? Mm. All right, Rick. That takes us to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Frank. That was was that
3: yours, Frank? Yeah, no. no, no. I'm saying Connor just no sold that. Uh, rightfully so. <laughs> not not the time, Frank. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was wondering what that was. <laughs> this I'm segment is devices. off the rails. I, Wednesday energy is different over here. Let our hair down, right? Um,
0: By the way, any more cupcakes? Sorry. I could...
2: Those are gone. <laughs> oh, really? Jesus. No more sandwiches either. I
3: could what? go with... All right, go ahead. I could go with Blanchfield, because I'm I'm pretty confident in that one. Um... I'll th- I'll throw it out there. I'm uh, um, I'm um, I have two that I really like, and I'll and I'll let I'll let the masses I'll let you three decide. I'm gonna either take Blanchfield or I'm gonna take Israel. Those are the two options. Wow,
2: extremely confident money line, Israel, Israel money line. Yeah. Wow, love it. How am I riding with them, bro? I mean, I'm, I'm down to go down with the ship. Of then let, let's do Israel. Let's give them a little extra value. I'll take Israel. Israel money line. Israel
3: money line. I'm very, I'm very confident in, in Israel in this fight. Love it.
2: Yeah, I mean Can we're we, gonna go, we're gonna go down with the Adesanya ship, which brings us to uh, to me. I'll keep it short. I will keep it sweet. As like soon as I cupcakes. find the prop. Exactly. We have two left. One uh, has Breaking your name news. on it. Uh, I will be taking Dominique Reyes versus Ryan Spann to not. Ah, I was the way you set that up. I was like,
0: shit. Are we going with a
2: Reyes win? We haven't seen him in long enough. Spain, I mean, he's chaotic. Seven of his 10 UFC fights ended in the first round. I I side with violence in this one. That gets us to plus 142 as we round it out with Frank. Yeah. So, (laughs) Hooker. Yes, Dan. V. Poyas.
1: Poyez. Okay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong at <laughs> all. Yeah. Over one and a half. Okay. Was that the one you wanted the whole time? Yes, or just, sir. Oh, yeah. okay. So it all worked out. I mean, we have three props and one money line.
2: Right. What wow. does it put us at? That gets us to plus 269. Hey, Which, what did they say to yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. They told, they told me, me plus 250. I kind of hate that we're uh, following their rules. Well We weren't
1: <laughs> intentionally
2: following. I was looking to fucking I like following system. the rules. The he hooker the hooker uh Pueyes could uh could get a little sweaty, but uh, yeah I'm down with it. It adds some value. Puyez is uh is a submission hunter, man. Look,
1: he can submit all he wants the hooker after can do knockouts halfway to through this.
2: halfway, halfway. Yeah. All right, let's break it down here. Ariel is going with Carlos Barza, Jongway Lee over one and a half, minus four hundred. I am going with Dominic Reyes, Ryan Spann does not go the distance at minus three thirty. Rick is going with Israel Adesanya moneyline minus two hundred five, and Frank is going with Dan Hooker versus Claudio Puelas over one and a half minus one ninety. Final playout, plus plus two sixty nine. Is What's, there a case to be
0: made that Rick is the only one with balls who picks an actual winner here? No, mm-hmm. no, is that not, is that not a I, thing?
3: I'm not saying this uh, is a thing, but you know the haters wow. come out and they're like, oh, you know, I, I'll
0: pick I, a winner. Wow.
3: I think there's a it's it's a different mechanism a different level of difficulty in terms of capping you have to account for a lot more variables right in terms of picking over unders and things like that you're accounting for two fighters you're accounting for different outcomes it's a different mechanism I would say the odds are what make it risky or not risky I think yeah. I picked the I definitely picked the um
2: the uh, less steep odds right uh, actually Frankie, oh, Frank with the minus one nine go I don't know what so. stuck out to him but, well, but he the thing, thing is
1: him. is I want hooker to win. But I don't think that's going to happen. But he will go at least a round and a half.
2: Sound reason. <laughs>
1: by the way, <laughs> by the way, what
0: uh, what would you get if it's uh, an all CKB parlor? Yeah,
2: what's what's a four right, CKB right now at this current money Moneyline,
0: line? Izzy, Olberg,
2: yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. yeah, Hooker, and I mean, we could have
2: just done that. We could have just really rid with the uh, rode I know. With the squad. I know, but that feels like betting with your heart, not your mind, right? Hooker, Brad, Riddell. And Carlos Albergue pays out plus seven eighty nine right now.
3: Well, wow! Do I we take someone, the audible? Or? There's going to be <laughs> some. I, I I veto that.
2: There's going to be some.
3: There's going to be some. Uh,
2: Who's the biggest risk in that bunch? Brad Riddell is the uh, technically the only underdog on it. Really? Yeah, plus one hundred. But they're Hooker, all. Very what's Hooker? Close. Minus one forty five currently on DraftKings Sportsbook. Wow. And what's Carlos? Minus one thirty currently on DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, it's all pretty close. They're all very close. Uh, for all four of them to win, obviously, is is over seven to one. Yep, would be tremendous if they did. I see someone on YouTube chat saying over one and a half in Giancarla
0: is literally a hilarious bet. I love how many these parlays get. How zany these parlays
3: get? Why? Why is that a hilarious bet? It's pretty s- standard. Yeah, pretty regular. I don't know. Not nothing really funny.
2: All right. I got your attention. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to cheer on. I'm surprised Zhang. Multiple people saying they don't like the one and a half pick for Whaley. I mean, it could end a knockout.
3: I guess they're predicting that Whaley will start her out early. Yeah. Jeez. Now I'm sorry. to shay have gone with Blanchfield. I mean, I don't. I don't let them get in your head. You could just go Whaley straight up. I don't really see the fight that way. I think Zhang will definitely win that fight. But I don't. I don't necessarily see it as like a stop it a one round starching okay. I think it's possible
2: but that's not how I see it you took your pick that's what you got yeah yeah, yeah. we'll I see feel, what happens
0: I feel good about it pretty uh, evenly matched card which fight are you guys most looking forward to Izzy Pereira or yes.
2: Dustin Chandler Dustin Izzy Pereira. see I don't think it's an easy answer oh for me it's it's no question why just the stakes everything that's on the line and what about Dustin Chandler Stakes are much lower for me. I think it's going to be fireworks. I think it's going to be incredibly entertaining. But Eric said term- Dustin Chandler. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. I was oh, why why am I most excited is. about that one? Uh, because I think it's a more fun fight,
3: and I don't think Israel and Alex is going to be very competitive. There's a chance that Izzy
0: Alex is a bit of a dud. I don't I see think any Izzy's scenario gonna... where Dustin Chandler is a dud.
3: Chandler goes that, back that's, to his wrestling roots. That's my. Even that though, even like that's. Good, that, I don't
2: think his brain is programmed that way anymore. Yeah. I know. What was the quote, or what did he say? Uh, make a highlight be a highlight, right? I think
3: Izzy has been joking a lot about maybe I'm just gonna jab and leg kick him. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that. That's much of a joke. I think his path to victory is very much staying on the outside, jabbing and leg kicking, and I could see him blanking Alex pretty badly, and not give two f's about it.
2: Nor should he. There's just so much that I just don't know that what of what's going to happen in the main event. I just can't God, yeah. watch it. I just can't wait. Because there's pressure on Izzy
0: coming off the last fight. There's the history. There's the backstory. There's Alex. By the way, the one thing Alex has that Izzy's opponents didn't have was Alex... Has 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 the experience. Seen him out he's not intimidated. He's confidence. seen this movie. He's done this already with him. He's yes. stared him in the face. He knows what he's you know bringing to the table. I know it's a different sport. The other guys, you know, Izzy was a bit of a boogeyman. Here's the one thing that Alex doesn't have is he's never fought on a stage like this. He has never fought in a main event of a pay per view. He has never fought at Madison Square Garden. You know, Glory is fine, but like this is a different type of beast here. And so maybe the opponent won't get to him, but does the moment get to him? Truth be told, doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. Doesn't yeah, strike me as me the kind either. of guy who gets buckled. But I'm curious to see how he performs. We all agree there's no chance he's getting a main event title shot, if not for the history. Of course not. Different sport. Um, You know, is there a case to be made? Some guys are just in the other fighter's head,
3: right? Some I, guys just have their number. Is Alex that guy for Izzy, right? That, see, that I would believe as a possibility more so than the idea that Izzy's putting pressure on himself, to do something stupid in a fight. I don't I don't believe that Eugene Behrman and the City kickboxing team and Israel Adesanya himself would ever go, because people didn't like the Jared Cannonier fight, I'm going to fight in a way that is oh, not optimal, no optimal sure. for me to win. Cannot buy it. Just yeah. do not buy it. If do you no, think there's a chance agree. it's
0: a dud in that he um, plays it safe? 100% yeah, yeah. I do. There's a chance, yeah. That's, it's, by the way, if it turns into that fight... It's going to be tough, at least in the interim, to bounce back from that. People forget. No, I.
3: It, the memories are so People short. People forget. Man. I
0: agree. Anderson at one point, his stock was. Yeah, now nice, beloved. Damian Maya fight. Oh, Damian Talaslati is Patrick Cote. I get it, but right now, it will be in a tough
3: spot. His sure. key rating. It's not his fault. It is not his fault. It's not. It's not on Israel Adesanya. Couldn't agree more. To to fight. Recklessly, so that Alex can have a chance to knock him 1000%. out. It's just not. But the pay per view, um, the pay per view public, well, those that's, people. purchasing... that's completely fair. I guess I would ask: Is Israel even a pay per view draw? Like at this point, is he the guy? Is he that guy?
0: He's one of the stars of the UFC. No. Yeah. Who? Okay. Actively active fighters right now. Nate doesn't really count. He's out. He's out. He's going to be out. Who's a bigger draw than him right now?
3: Probably. Probably an Usman. Usman's a bigger draw
0: than Izzy. Crazy. I would say probably You're crazy. Usman, Kamar Usman is a bigger star than.
3: Say probably yeah. No, I don't agree. Do you agree with that, GC? Ah mm-hmm. oh, man, I don't think so. I would no. say I would say no. more people. Fair enough. Okay, I'll, I'll toss that one out. Um, no, Jorge Masvidal, right? Still, yeah. Well, you said Nate. Like, does Nate
0: lose it? Like, I, I think. No, Nate, Nate is I'm bigger, t- but Nate is. I I'm think... considering him outside of the UFC.
3: No, but I'm saying Francis? losses aren't. I was going to say, what kind of numbers does Francis, Francis I would he comes assume, back? Yeah.
2: I mean, he's the heavyweight champ. Because he's the heavyweight champ. Yeah, like he's, he's a terrifying figure. Charles?
3: Maybe. I think, here's the thing. All of these, every single one of these names, except for maybe Francis, is opponent dependent. That's the reality of the situation. Every single fighter on the UFC roster right now um, is opponent dependent, save for maybe Francis Ngannou. And Conor McGregor, who's not active. Th- those are the names. That's it. Like, those are the ones who— I think Izzy is matter. above that. You think Izzy is a paper? per no matter who he faces? Izzy is must-see
0: TV. To me, he is not dependent on the opponent. I, I, I'm, I'm maybe, tuning in for an Izzy I'm, title fight regardless. I maybe I'm, I'm too quick to dismiss
2: that. Yeah. I, I find he has an aura to him. Yes. I mean, he definitely does. Yeah. He comes across
0: as a star. He comes across as a big deal. And it's almost impossible. Ask every long-standing champion of the UFC, GSP, Anderson Silva, Demetrius Johnson. Like they all can't be bangers. Cause then you're not gonna you're either you're either not gonna have a long title reign or they're not all bangers. You can't have both. You can't have bangers and a long title reign. 100%. And I feel like and by the way, I also will say this, let me just pull up his uh his resume here so I don't skip any. The like, how soon we forget, yeah. the the drubbing of Paulo Costa, yeah, how you long know what ago I mean? was that?
2: 2020?
0: 2020, yeah, how soon we forget the drubbing Robert of uh, uh, by the way, how soon we forget the
3: Whitaker fight earlier this year was a great fight. By the way, I wanted to jump in during on the nose, but you were you were going, what Whitaker's the guy you were it was like, who's who could Izzy fight? Who, who's a guy, like, that, third fight, pff, do 10. No, yeah, I don't know about
6: that.
0: Whitaker's the guy. How soon we forget, you know, he, the two fights that really hurt him in terms of this uh, this label of him being whatever, Cannoneer and Romero. Yeah, of course. The rest, you know, even Vittori too wasn't a bad fight. Gaslam was an all time classic, which was right before uh, the Romero Whitaker knockout. Anderson Silva was fine. Derek Brunson finished him. Tavares fine.
3: Like, he's not a boring fighter. I don't know people what people are looking for him to be a fighter he's not. And I'm very confident in saying that Israel and City Kickboxing and Eugene Berriman don't, don't care about that. Mm. Yeah. They want to win. And they want to keep that belt for as long as they can and, and they should.
2: And what will people say if he comes out, gets into a war with Pereira, and wins? Like, it feels like the script will just be flipped automatically. Like... Of course. It feels like people are just so forget. fickle in, yeah. in their memory. Yo, if he so, knocks him out in a minute or a round or so two... Say he knocks him out in the fourth round, and it's yeah. like a war up until then, and he wins, and it's this legendary fight. Yeah. I mean, he said it on the show. People will be like, oh, he's the GOAT. He's, he's the greatest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, people can can flip the script quickly. I mean, just because he hasn't been in wars lately and very exciting fights doesn't mean he can't be, or he hasn't. Like, all those fights that you just listed were incredible fights. They're what made me a fan of Adesanya.
3: I mean, we may have there. There's a there's a star power. There's a there's a star needed. There's some extra pay-per-view draws needed at the by the UFC right now. That's what that conversation. The
0: biggest is. draw is the brand.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. We need some. We need some new people that are must see TV. And maybe that's what they want. Fair. Maybe they wanted this.
2: Like I don't know what Glover and Yuri does. Yeah. I mean. Say Pereira comes out here and, and starches Izzy. I mean, you talk about auras, like the the aura around Pereira at that point is like Yeah,
0: but he's not no one knows who he is. I mean he they will know after Saturday if he does if he does that, but you know, he hasn't I, been around long enough, doesn't speak sure. English, doesn't do a lot of media.
2: I I um I would love to see if he does end up, you know, icing Izzy in like the third round or something, I would love to see what his Instagram followers are now compared to after the fight. I think it would be yeah. a, a be massive. for him. I but mean, the trolling he, tour he's been on has he's been... A,
0: he's a under- quirky one. dude. He's a quirky dude, he's, the stuff in the in the in the
2: woods in the bow and the bone. He's got a
3: good he's got a good He knows how to sell himself. He's oh, for a good, sure. Yeah.
2: The, the taking has, the picture with the, the Elsa, Elsa in yeah. Times Square. I, like I all mean, the trolling he's been doing has been top notch.
3: Yeah, if he was able to get a get a belt, I could see a very similar Charles esque kind yes. of thing where like he doesn't need to speak the language, but he can convey ideas. Especially if it's a brutal knockout. Yeah, exactly. Because he'd way.
2: be that entertaining, that that finishing. By the way, style. speaking of rewriting history
0: If he knocks out Izzy, just wait at what people will say about Izzy's run. Oh, Oh, yeah. Lost to Jan. Uh, I'll bury him. Right? they will bury him. They will rewrite the whole damn thing. Lost to Jan. Barely beat Whitaker earlier this year.
3: (laughs) Boring against Romero. Couldn't even Uh, beat Romero, they'll say. Yeah. This is the exact reason why I'm very confident that he's not playing this I-have-something-to-show-everybody game. Wins wins are what a wins are yeah. what ultimately went win out. Wins are what a race is. Mo- Way more pressure on Izzy.
2: Of course, naturally.
3: Yeah, because... Um, given the history and given... I think Alex is house yes, money, yeah. right? Like, wait, wait, no, I- nobody gets a title shot this 100%. Alex loses this fight, wins
0: three more, they'll be like, all right, now he's ready. He was a yeah. little, you know, pushed yeah. too quickly. Now he's ready. Like He could easily get a second one if Izzy's still around. Yep. Or sure. if someone else wins the belt. Um... They do have a real dilemma on their hands with who would be next. But I feel like I couldn't even care less about that discussion right now. This, that's a Monday discussion.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm focused on. on this fight. This,
0: this, this Because bad. because it's so volatile. The fight is so volatile, right? I you think we all agree, moment. and I don't think this is revision. Like I don't know if anyone truly in the back of their mind thought that Jared had a chance, even though he was a, a hard Like In this one, he connects once. I mean, I remember that fight when, when Pereira came back, the LFA fight. Yeah. I thought the guy died. I mean the guy was down for at least 6 minutes. I remember
3: watching it on Fight Pass. I was like, what he, the hell? He has a power. He has a power whether it be with kickboxing in big gloves or whether it be in MMA that very 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 few people have. He has a he has an instantaneous knockout power that very few people have and it's a weapon for him. Um and Israel Adesanya has been on the wrong end of that. He's already seen that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's had that. He's had that happen to him, and he's seen that, and, he, and he, he knows what he did wrong. Can Alex do it again? Now, that would be something.
2: Spectacular.
3: That would be something. very. And then special. you can hear it's people insane. saying, like, oh, smaller gloves, power connects if you knocked him out with the big gloves, right? Yeah, but that's almost irrelevant, right? I think the small—this uh, is maybe a topic of conversation. I think the small gloves favors Izzy. Why? Because in the big gloves— we already know Alex has that power. He's going to knock you out whether he's wearing... He could be wearing sockum boppers and he's going to knock you out. Right. It doesn't really what he, matter what he has on his hands. It doesn't make more him... Gonna, he's not going to hurt you more. He could knock you out if he had the biggest possible gloves in the world on. doesn't really matter. So the small gloves, yeah, he'll knock you out in those too. That doesn't really matter. What it changes is your defensive tactics um, and, and hiding behind the guard, using your gloves as defense. Things like that that I think Israel Adesanya has now had to adapt to in an MMA capacity, defensively, um, that Alex Pereira has not. Mm. Um, and so I think his experience in cage time and use of those gloves uh, against very dangerous opponents uh, favors him more than any... Like, he's not going to knock him out extra hard just because he has smaller gloves. Would you make the argument
2: that it, there's a higher likelihood of Izzy getting a knockout with the small. I do. It's like he had him hurt in that second round like you mentioned on Monday, Ariel. Yep. Like, if if those are four-ounce gloves, does he put them out instead of just wobbling him? Now, I don't think Israel's that guy necessarily. Like, I don't think
3: Israel is, like, necessarily, like... A guy who's going to be in a firefight with Alex and have that one punch, but a TKO kind of catching him slipping a little bit. Yeah, I think the I think the gloves are big in Israel's favor over Alex. Ooh, I now, can't wait. that doesn't mean...
0: Yo, the tension
2: before the fight... I'm just, fight, like, I'm I'm just thinking
3: about it right now. I'm getting, like, excited sitting here. The tension before...
0: Oh, I, I can't wait. I don't think Izzy messes around with a walkout this time.
2: I don't think so either. I mean, he's he serious on that. He almost. said yeah. it.
3: If you believe
0: him, he yeah. said he's not. All business. He said it to you, so... And a reminder that uh, GC and the boys will be doing a watch party this Saturday. Yes, Mike you know, heck, heck in studio, whole crew. Let's go, everyone! Any surprises? Any teases?
2: Any uh, gimmicks? You're going to be opening? Oh, there's, there's going to be gimmicks. Yeah, rip some packs. I got a I got a brand new box in. Um, yeah, we got we got a lot in store. We get we that sponsored, bro. You're the guy, bro. You're the one yeah. who's going to hit them up, man. Yeah. Wow. You call your people over at Panini. They are good people um so you right, do well, have people over there so you can literally watch this man watching his guy oh man i might be those moments. moments yeah t-shirt will be out testing the curse once again i got the the team shirt from eugene you saw that yes i was a little bit jealous because it's a sick shirt is it not for sale uh i haven't looked maybe it's on the engage website all four of them went on saturday i purchased it as as soon as the fights. so let's go you love doing that right Oh, I love it, especially if I'm cashing a bet on the person. Take my winnings and buy the t-shirt. Oh, it feels like it's like a, a a badge of honor after cashing a bet with them. What is that, New York City Marathon shirt? Uh, jacket, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finisher's Club, no big deal. Damn. Oh, that's 2019. Yeah, yeah, Must
0: yeah. be nice. Um, that was nice. Alex, 6-1. and one. Not a lot of experience. 33 wins, 7 losses in kickboxing, so certainly has fought a lot. Uh, But, you know, had that run from uh, 2015 to 16, had three fights in MMA, jungle fight, focused on kickboxing afterwards, returned in November 2020 in LFA, knocked out Thomas Powell in a little over four minutes, and it was scary. Find that video. The knockout was scary. And that's the one that got him signed uh, by the UFC, made his debut a year ago, amazingly. We were talking about his debut at MSG in November 6, 2021, The, the MSG card last year.
2: Headlined by Usman and Covington. I uh, I think it was Jedi that posted it, uh, your interview with Glover. And Glover's like, a year from now, you're going to be talking <laughs> about the Izzy Pereira title fight. Crazy, right?
0: Yeah. And he and was right. Glover. Glover uh, beat Andreas Mikhailidis, then beat Bruno Silva via decision. And some people were like, oh, maybe slow your roll. And then, of course, the Sean Strickland fight. So let us
2: uh, see who GC has for this weekend. What do we got? Yes. What do we got? Uh, let's do it. Let's dive right in. First one up. It is a man from City Kickboxing, Carlos Olberg. Uh, yeah, I mean, Nega Mariano, oh, uh, yeah, nice little touch yeah, with, the, yeah. uh, with the New York, the gold for the pay-per-view. Nega Mariano, I mean, step up, I would say, for Carlos, but I mean, the thing that he doesn't really have is he doesn't move his head off the center line. He gets hit a lot, minus 1.9 uh, strikes per minute differential. Carlos Holberg, what does he have other than his dash and good looks? Uh, it's volume, 8.91 strikes per minute. Um, so I just think that, as long as it stays standing. I mean, I Mariano, he does go for takedowns, but it's not that often in fights, and I, I think Olberg can fight him off. Um, as long as it stays standing, I think Olberg has, has the uh, advantage here. So, Are I'm you gonna surprised keep... he's the favorite? A little bit. A little bit. I've been riding with Olberg, um, and I'm going to continue to ride with him. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it is a little surprising that it's, uh, the odds are as close. I thought Nega Mariano may be a, a larger favorite. What's so funny? Uh, nothing. You got the cake now, cupcake. We well, weren't supposed to tell everyone. Geez. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it sounded like you had something in your mouth. Uh, let's keep it rolling here. Matt Frivola, the steamroller, going up against uh, a making his uh, debut after the uh, UFC 257 potato scandal. They were supposed to fight then. Uh, what? You know about that? No. What? He got oh, that like, he got sick. He, no, he got like suspended from the UFC because some guy snuck into the COVID uh the, oh, the bubble the I god, they, I forgot about they that left a bag in there, and then a Zytar claimed that it was a bag of potatoes yes, oh yeah it's it's fantastic, wait his, I didn't realize that his his alibi was potatoes, yeah, it was potatoes, yeah, there's no chance there were potatoes in no that. shot. The guy <coughs> got like removed from from the bubble, I mean, fantastic stuff, Yep. what do you uh, think it was by the way, I did, I don't know. I feel like New York Rick has an answer to this. he doesn't want to say.
3: No,
0: I'm not gonna about to speculate on
3: literally <laughs> anything in the entire universe that could be in that bag.
2: Seems dicey. Seems Imagine, dicey
0: imagine your alibi being potatoes.
3: <laughs> like I, what? You couldn't get potatoes from the kitchen in the hotel. He he was asked questions about this at media day and has kind of joked. You know,
2: yeah, why why would you leave the potatoes in the in the room anyway? Oh,
3: so he he is acknowledging, wink wink, nudge nudge. It's a BS story. He's just saying yes. It's something. If I'm mistaken, isn't the innocuous.
2: story the guy like? Took one of the team's bracelets, put it on, got into the COVID bubble, went into the hotel, then climbed like balcony to balcony to I believe Matt Frivola's room or Matt Frivola's team's room, and left the bag of potatoes. No, in
0: not Frivola, A no, Zaitar's Zaytar. room. Yeah. Sorry,
2: and left the bag of potatoes there. Hmm.
0: Supposedly, that's, I mean that's the report. And by the way, didn't Dana say that night like this guy will never fight in the UFC again? Yeah, and there was yeah. A, welcome back, big, Ottman. Big, yeah, <laughs> a big breakdown. Crazy. Honestly, like in the midst of the pandemic, that's a pretty, I mean, pretty bad thing to do. Yeah, it's is All rant. just, you know, for some potatoes, he wanted some potato
3: gratin. I got some breaking news. Oh, what do we got? Oh. Bad? Shit. No, nothing bad. This is rare. I mean, another tweet. reason why you should be here on Wednesdays. Tweet from, no, it's a tweet, oh. but I, I spotted it. Tweet from Danny Rubenstein, uh, Manager oh. to the Stars. Oh, mentioned earlier in the show. Can confirm yeah. about the shoes. Jake Hager did indeed take Daniel Cormier. Wow! Took him down.
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Should we get Jake on the phone? I mean, okay. phone. get DC on the phone. He has some crimes yeah. to answer for. Lying straight to your face. I'm going to send him the, the 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 tweet right now. Thank you for that. Thank you for following up, and thank you to Danny, one of the great guys in the biz. Sorry, sorry, sorry for hijacking.
2: No, 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 no! There's, uh, I love it. Let's let's get right back into it though. I'm taking the under two and a half in this one. I mean, we talk about power punchers. Uh, Azaitar has that that death touch. Man, he he can put your lights out. Uh, just go back and watch his his first two fights in the UFC. Uh, clean knockouts in the first round. Uh, I mean, he he's got power. We've also seen Matt Frivola struggle uh, taking big shots in his UFC career. He's been KO'd twice, dropped uh, five times. But even with that history, he still doesn't really have any sort of fear engaging in brawls. I mean, he, he seems to enjoy that. Go watch his last fight uh, with Gennaro Valdez. I mean, it was just a complete just slobber knocker through the entire first round until uh, Frivolo eventually got the finish. I mean, dropped uh, Valdez like five, six times. He, he will brawl. Um, really the only way that I see this one not Going the under two and a half is if Frivola just comes in here and just strictly goes to a wrestling game plan and lays and prays. I mean, because I think even if he gets the takedowns, he'll go for the ground and pound. He'll try to get his eye tear out of there. Um, but I think in front of that Madison Square Garden crowd, Favola is going to be willing to come in there swing and bang. And I think uh, someone is going to go out. So I like the under two and a half in this one. We'll keep it rolling. I mentioned the uh, fight doesn't go to a distance earlier. I'm going to take the under one and a half in Reyes-Span as well at even money. If you just look at these guys' fights, I mean, Ryan Span just has a habit of making fights uh, quite chaotic. Uh, seven of his 10 UFC fights have ended in the first round. Reyes, six of his nine UFC fights have not seen the third round. It's just big dudes with finishing capabilities that have also been finished. Don't know what Dominic Reyes we're going to get. It's been a while since he last fought, but I can almost assure you that Ryan Spann will make this fight chaotic. So I do not see it seeing the scorecards, and I'm going to lean on the side that we don't even see the the over one and a half in this one. Next up, it is Brad Riddell, the man who was just here on Monday afternoon going up against the Nato Moycano. Moicano, dangerous on the ground. Uh, wow. Big one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I like reacting in real time. I mean, I love it. I love the reactions. It gives us a little dialogue uh, to it instead of me just uh, yeah, yeah. blabbering about it. Moicano coming off a world class beating by RDA. I know it was on short notice, but jeez. <laughs> wow, you watched the fight. It yeah. felt like it should have been called. No, shouldn't have been a five round fight to begin with. I mean, it just, it just should have been called shorter. And I mean, just occurring that much damage over those 25 minutes, I, I, I do worry for Moicano. And I think if this stays standing, Riddell with the Muay Thai background, the acumen that he has on the feet, I, I think he will have the advantages there. Obviously, if it goes to the ground, we could be in trouble. Uh, I won't deny that. Uh, but I'm going to side with Brad Riddell to get this one done, which uh, you know leads us to our next pick. If you're If you're starting to pick up on a little bit of a trend here, the next one up is Dan Hooker. I'm going to take him on the money line. So Claudio Pueyas, he's won five straight. He's looked good doing so, getting quite a few submissions on the way. Here's the thing, though. In his last five fights, you know, Clay Guida, Chris Grootsmacher, they're not quite Dan Hooker. I think this is a big step up in competition for Pueyas. And then on the flip side of that, Dan Hooker, you look at his last five. Yes, he is one in four. I think this is a big step down in competition for Hooker. I mean, you're, you're talking about Arnold Allen. Top five featherweight, in my opinion, future champion. Islam Makashev on incredibly short notice, lightweight champion. Nasrat, dominant win. That was just one year ago that he had that dominant win. Uh, Michael Chandler, top five lightweight. Uh, Dustin Poirier, top five lightweight. Both those guys also fought for a title. I think Poyas is a big step down for him. If he can't handle this, you really have to start to wonder where his career is heading at this point. And I think... uh, I think CKB is going to get him right back against the wall, and I think he's going to step up in a big moment in front of the uh, MSG crowd. And I mean, if Puelles can't get this to the ground, I think this is going to be Hooker's going to make it look easy. I, I think he is levels above him on the feet, and he's got 78% takedown defense over a massive sample size. Um, so I think if it stays standing, Hooker's going to have this one in the bag, and I, I'm going to lean on the side that most of it does happen. Just like with the Moicano fight, if it hits the mat, we might be in trouble. But I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that it doesn't. That is great insight, and can I just say, if all
0: four win, if we get a CKB sweep, this goes down as one of the great nights in the history of any team in MMA. Like, it goes down with the SBG night in Dublin, uh,
3: Whitman's night, actually, last year. No? Yeah, I mean... I don't
2: agree with that. What are
3: you talking about? They go 4-0? Why is this so much better than, like, if when they went clean sweep in Australia? Like, why... Would... I didn't say it's better. I said it just goes down. Nah. I think, like, the whole... At MSG. MSG, what's so special about MSG for them? I feel like it's just a, it's an home, iconic venue. If they didn't in, in Australia, New Zealand, to me,
2: that. To that me, I just think. So How I often just, has a team gone 4 0 in one night? That's the biggest thing. You're going 4 0. Yeah. And very they, close fights. I'm not saying. It's, somewhere. Yes, was, but I'm not saying it's the.
0: Yeah, three. I think he said repeat the three, Pete. I, I don't think they've ever gone 4 0. Correct me if I'm
3: wrong. It's big.
2: Don't, it will be I'm a huge to,
3: topic of
0: conversation. I'm not trying, trying to, to poop poop downplay
3: it. that, but I'm just saying like this is just a random American city for them. Like What? Home? New York Rick
0: is saying New York is a random American city. <laughs> Get the fuck Fair. out of here. This Fair. isn't
3: Cleveland. Fair. Fair. Yeah, actually. Oh, what?
2: Jeez, shots at Cleveland. I mean, come um, on. Fair, New
3: York City, Madison Square I mean, Garden. To them,
2: I'm saying to them, right? They like, recognize Is he no. himself? I, no, I think it's. I think New York is a big deal to them. I mean, Izzy, I love Atlanta Izzy as much as, 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 as anyone. anyone. But if they were fighting yeah. in Atlanta, no. I feel like that's a random American. I
3: get scene. it. MSG. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks
2: have done everything they can to make the garden enough Listen, I'll be, I'll that. be
0: the first to admit that. Like, I do think it's a little bit overhyped these days because the Knicks yeah, have been so weird. bad.
3: Yeah, yeah, but for fighting, there's a rich history. It's, it's significant. I maybe even for MMA like. Yeah, there's some. It's has been in home a very to some short, very, very yeah, yeah. big moments. I, I also feel I, like
2: to non-Americans, it's New York, it's L.A., and then it's everything else. I'm, I'm, I'm
3: 100 with you. Vegas. But like, I that I'm, I'm, for American cities, great. But I'm just saying, like, if they did this in in front of a raucous crowd of their country, sure, 100, you know I mean? we're talking like the same. levels here. But like, I'll say it still goes down as one
0: of the great nights. I'm not saying the greatest night. I'm just saying one of the great nights. All right, fair it's enough. It's a great night.
1: It's a great Fair. night. Fair, I've been. I've been the Whitman
2: Fair Night was great too. Two Whitman
0: Whitman Night might be the greatest of all time for you know, beca- like, considering the stakes. Right? It was yeah, Gechi. It, it was Rose, and it, it was Camaro. That is. Pff, I don't know if anyone's had a night quite like that, but for
2: a team, every f-
3: one of those fights was a headliner level oh, yeah. fight. Three of and that and matters. that
2: being like the entire gym. Am I not mistaken that they just have the three athletes there?
3: Uh,
0: I think they might have like a smaller person here or there, but yeah, those are the three big dogs for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah, how quickly things say, yeah.
0: change, right? Gaethje oh, not really in gosh. the picture. Rose non-champion. I've seen
2: people being like, "Oh yeah, Whitman actually isn't a good coach." Oh God. fuck. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. oh, I mean, I'm telling you, the fickleness is is insane. Oh, stop! I mean, the he was 50 buys, seconds away world. from beating Leon and yeah. still being the man. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, Dan Hooker money line. We'll keep it rolling. Dustin Poirier. KOTKO, didn't really love the money line line on him. Um, and I just feel like this is the most likely path to victory if he's going to win. 10 of his last uh, 13, 14 wins, excuse me, 10 of wow. his last 14 wins are by knockout. And if you just go back and we talked about it earlier, Michael Chandler, he's here to make a highlight or be made into a highlight. I mean, he has fireworks now. I, I feel like it's what you said. His brain doesn't really operate depending on that wrestling like he used to earlier in his career. And you just watch his fights. I mean, they're just pure chaos uh, from the jump, whether they end in finishes or not. The Gaethje one was pure chaos as well. But just going back and watching it, the Ferguson fight. Ferguson had him hurt, had him in in a couple of suspect positions uh, in that first round. He took the first round on all three judges' scorecard. Obviously, we know how it ended with the, with the head kick KO. Gaethje. It almost felt like that Gaethje fight was similar to the Moicano RDA fight in that it felt like Gaethje was taking off the gas in the third round just because of how much he was brutalizing. him. Charles Oliveira obviously finished him, uh, you know, dropped him, had him hurt. He's been dropped numerous times in his four fights in the UFC. Obviously, Dan Hooker was, was a different story, but still ended in a first-round KO. I just think this one is going to be chaos. I'm going to side with the guy that has the better defensive boxing, that just has the better boxing overall, because if you watch Dustin's fights, I mean, Charles obviously dropped him didn't win the fight but dropped him, knocked out McGregor twice. I mean, he just he has the better boxing in what I think is going to be a standing fight. So at plus 165, that was one of the bigger reasons for it. I like this number. Um, I'm going to ride with Poirier to wow. win by KO. Love it. Big Next time up. stuff. Big time stuff, Zhang Aspar. I'm going to take this one to not go the distance. Okay, uh, at minus 125. Hopefully not under um, around. Hopefully that. not. Hopefully we get that that magic that magic spot there over one and a half, but it still doesn't go to a decision. I won't be surprised if that does happen. I mean, Zhang, she just she has the power, she has the volume, she has the aggression. I mean, just everything on her favors. Everything on the feet favors Zhang. Uh, I don't think she's going to fear the takedowns like it felt like Rose did in that last fight, when we just kind of got a, a staring contest. I think she's going to bring the fight to Asparz, and I think Asparz is going to be in over her head uh, when it comes to to the fight on the feet. Sure, the uh, you know the last two rounds of the Rose Zhang fight uh, that went to a decision kind of worried me. Rose got the takedowns and kind of controlled it, and that's how she was able to retain the belt. But I just think Zhang is. Rose is so much better on the feet than Esparza, in my opinion, and I think Zhang is, is that much better than Esparza. I, I think she's going to find the shot eventually. I mean, also, if you look at Esparza's title run, uh, I mean, it isn't the most impressive on paper. I, I think Zhang takes the belt back here, and I think she does it inside the distance. The inside the distance line wasn't good enough for me to take that, it was only even money. So I figured I'd just take fight, does not go at minus 125.
0: This is going to be a really interesting fight, and I think the uh, the 115-pound division is in a really interesting spot right now. You love the straw weights. Now, I feel like the, it was kind of like a primetime
3: weight class, and now I feel like it's just sort of floating in the wind. Uh, I think that might just be the activity level. I think it can pick back up pretty quick. Yeah, just I'm not saying it's unable to do so. I just feel like right now it doesn't have the momentum that it may have had last year. I think yeah. after Saturday, it will. It will feel.
0: Feels like a bunch of these uh, Apex main events that they throw together are strawweight fights. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's, that's probably fair. true. That's probably true. It's it's going to be interesting. I think Jean getting the belt back could. Uh, Jean's new hairstyle is super cool. Yeah, she's she's looked impressive. She's got some swag. She know, does.
3: She she's definitely got swag. She, she always brings something interesting to fight week. In my opinion. Also, who would have thought she'd be in this spot?
0: You know, a year ago, it's crazy. 0 for two against. Uh, Rose, I don't think anyone thought Rose would give up the belt this soon. Now here she is on the verge of of a potential second run
2: as champ. On to the main event. First, I'm going to take the under four and a half. Uh, I feel like the way that Alex Pereira wins this fight is by knockout, but I also think that an Adesanya... Finish is is live as well. We've seen him get finishes in these big spots before, and I think if Pereira brings the fight to him, uh, and this does become a war, I think someone is going to get finished at plus money. I, this was just something that I couldn't pass up, um, especially over the course of 25 minutes, four ounce gloves, and, and the way that these guys can hit in a fight that neither man has ever landed a takedown in their UFC career. I, I favor someone to to go out, and I, I like the the number at this one. I think it's still at plus money across all sports books. Also. You know, I feel like the knockout by Pereira is his most likely path to victory, so it is somewhat of a little bit of a hedge for, obviously, the last play of the night. You know where we're going. It's Israel Adesanya money line. We had to do it. I mean, it. you know, I've, I've ridden Pereira the first three times in his UFC career. He's won me some money. I like watching him. I think he's incredibly exciting. Uh, I think his social game leading up to this has been fantastic, but, you know, Loyalties don't die so easy around here. Been been riding Izzy for much longer, so we're going to continue to do that. And that leads us to uh, a little parlay that we already alluded to. Oh, it's the city kickboxing parlay. Yeah, plus eight sixty four. I mean, these guys can become heroes for me if they get this one done. I would, I would absolutely love to see that. But uh, you know, if we can get three out of one, three out of four, I'd I'd still be happy. So I am all in on Team CKB. I got a little violence parlay for Vola, a and Reyes Span. And then I added on Poirier-Chandler. Uh, and then I got a prop parlay. Choi Trezano over one and a half. That Poirier-Chandler line over a half round at minus 650. I, I just couldn't pass up on that. You rarely ever see a half round, especially for lightweights at, at minus 650. Uh, and then Jong-Wailey money line. And then the parlay I had last week. We already got Miranda Maverick, Aaron Blanchfield, and Zhang Lee to go. That pays out at minus 102. And then last but not least, watch the watch party. Oh, there it is. Saturday night. You mentioned it. Nine forty-five start. Me, Mike, special guest, Mysterious Frank will be there. Uh, It should be good fun. A lot of stuff planned. New York Rick? Nope, no, no New York Rick. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna be busy, man. Are you gonna gonna be at the event? When was your last show that you
0: were at? Oh, Long Island.
3: Mm, Have I been to one before? uh, Between then, no. Must have been. Yeah, Long Island.
0: You're averaging like two a year, two three years.
3: Try and mix it up. It's good enough. I mean, I heard Frank was going to be there, so I'm not coming anyway.
0: Frank's going to the event? No, he's not. No, this. Oh, this. Yeah, yeah,
1: party. Yep, yep, Wow. Yep.
0: Frank, how much do they have to pay you to come in for a, a late Saturday? I we mean, get it's, paid
1: for this stuff? Yeah, it's Good true. one, oh,
0: Frank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we and get Frank. paid for this stuff? Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I mean,
2: you're going to be out of here 1 a.m. ish. Later. 1.30. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Did Frank know that? And then know I'm, I'm, I'm that right like? back up in the morning for, for brunch at 8.15. Cafe Mogador. Where are you going? Oh what, you you have might br- want to be there at 9.30. <laughs> you
0: have a brunch date?
2: Yeah, whole fam.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, you're working this weekend and your family in town. A lot going on.
2: Busy, yeah. busy weekend. For they sure. coming? To what? To the watch party. Yeah. Nah, they can pull it up on their laptops. Oh, all right. That's weird. Probably. They are gonna see the studio though. How? I'm bringing them in on Saturday. Oh, so they are coming during, during the day. <laughs> just gonna oh.
1: confuse here.
2: Yeah, not during the day. actual yeah not not the actual watch party. I'm just gonna you're just gonna show to on them the setup. And here's see an empty good. controller. They can, see, they can see my corner here. Maybe take Take on the set. Oh yeah, we, we world renowned them on the set. That's fun. I wish I was here. They were like, uh, yeah, it's like we're going to Jimmy Fallon or something. Wow, like there's no chance they said that. But I appreciate yeah. it. I want to pretend like they said that. They're like, it feels like we're going to the set of the Howard Stern show. Wow! Now you're just now you're just trying Voice to butter studios. me up. Oh, stop it! Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's what my dad said. My dad, he, said, your dad said Netflix that. Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh! I didn't know he was a homeless cat. That's amazing, Mister Burks. Shout out!
2: Um, and what's the occasion? Why are they uh, they coming in for two eighty one? No. Uh, yeah, if we want to break the fourth wall, my brother is performing on the Today Show on that's Friday morning. Something. What's he performing? He is a professional clarinetist, uh, and he's he's in the uh, the presidentials' own Marine Corps band, and they're performing on the Today Show for uh, for Veterans Day. So the whole fam is is coming up here. That is a Rock. in studio. What do you mean? Yeah, like where do they perform, or is it outside? Yeah, like at Rockefeller Plaza. Do they do it indoors or outdoors? They'll be outdoors. Yeah. Are you going? And like, uh, oh yeah. Oh Today. Yeah. Show. What time is the uh, the wake up? Oh man, I'll get up at like five thirty, be there by seven a.m., and like they'll bump to break, uh, like four or five times, and then they'll do their own little like three or four minute performance. Well, how many people in the band? Mm, thirty, forty, fifty.
0: Will they shout him out?
2: No, no, they won't say him. But he'll be there. Oh, Does he look like you. Very similar, yeah. Wow, he doesn't have the facial hair like me, but yeah, right. he looks. He just looks same like an hairstyle. Older
1: man Are people gonna come up? Yeah, to him?
2: receding hairline. Yeah, all that.
1: What was that, Frank? I was wondering if people were going to come up to GC. To me? Yeah, like they did at the uh, marathon. That's possible. Wait, people came up to you at the marathon? No. No. We were were on the lookout for it, for sure. No one recognized you? No, of course
0: they didn't. It's a stash. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. (laughs) Wow, Frank, stirring the pot. Well, that's fun. Congrats. Where does your brother live?
2: Washington, D.C.
0: Oh, okay. Why, does he work for the...
2: Yeah, he's like, he's he's technically a staff sergeant in the Marines wow. through playing the clarinet. Professional like, clarinetist. Yeah, like he has to go to like barracks to practice the clarinet. Why you <laughs> have laughing to have about the, this? I have to have the haircut because it's a hilarious thing because I've known my brother my entire life. Is this his full-time job? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is like he does like when he comes homes and visit. He has to like go on leave from the military. Like he is in the military, but his sole job at, at the military is clarinetist. Yes, you're yeah. kidding. He's, he's got to have the marine haircut when he goes in. When he's on leave and he has to go in the airport, he's rocking like the the marine uniform. It's people are like, "Thank you for your service." <laughs> and so it's, it's yeah, he, like, he plays yeah. the clarinet. He plays what? the clarinet.
0: What does he recognize that it's a little bit funny? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. We
2: joke about it all the time. Yes, it's a... Did he
0: ever serve in
2: terms of, like, combat? No, no. (laughs) he didn't have to do that.
0: Was that a bad... Was I not allowed
2: to ask that?
1: That's fine. It's just... That is a service. Wow. He,
2: like, skipped basic training, all that, like, jumped the ranks. It's, uh, yeah, it's a ridiculous thing.
1: This is incredible. I didn't even know that
0: was a job. (laughs) Neither did I until he got it. It's... uh,
2: And this is his job, full-time? Full-time, dude. What a gig. Full-time thing. It's a great gig, yeah. And now he's on the Today Show. Yeah, now we will be on the Today Show, and we all get to go watch him. Incredible, yeah. Look for me in the crowd. I'll have a sign or something. Yeah. Can you do uh MMA? Or th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Mondays just like say,
0: uh, mysterious Frank equals ratings or something, something like that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Very pro wrestling like. Uh, or, or how about this one? Uh, a sign: I've seen mysterious
2: Frank's face. All right. Yeah. You know they give you signs as you enter in, and you can like fill out stuff. Oh my god! Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh yeah. my god! I've seen Mysterious Frank's face. Yes, yes. All right. Yeah. Is your family gonna be like, you wasted <laughs> your sign on this? No,
0: absolutely I think it's not. It's a great. I mean, it'd be yeah. huge. I mean, that would be. Ba- I mean, you're a baby face already, big
2: time. You'd be uber baby face. If I mean, if that. we could, if we could get on the Today Show in the background, that'd be hilarious. My dad's huge. My dad's six six. Maybe I'll get him to hold it. Oh my god! Uh, you get think that. He wouldn't, you know, feel a little weird about that or what? Nah. <laughs> nah. He's in it for the cause. Let's do it.
0: Uh, speaking of which, by the way, Jake Hager now getting involved in the tweets saying, uh, I got receipts, DC. I would never lie about a takedown. So this has turned into a thing now. Not looking good for
3: DC. See, this is what happens. I was on uh, this show. He comes on the show, sees you for the first time in a long time, lies straight to your face. Yeah. That's how he treats you. That is weird. I mean, is that friendship? I don't know. That is weird. Find out. I wonder what
0: kind of receipts he has though, by the way, because like we're talking about something that happened 20 years ago. Somebody's got like a handy cam. Yeah. Like uh, Somebody somebody's
3: does. mom was at the practice and they've got the handy cam.
0: Also, them. I feel like uh, DC's memory of how old, J- so Jake Hager is 40. DC is not, is like 42, right? He's not a, you know,
3: he was kind of scoffing at the idea that. Is, he f- f- is DC 42? No. He was like 42. In He's his
0: 43. Career, no? 43.
3: Really? Yeah. Wow. He's not that much older than him. Why did I think DC was older than that? Okay, fair enough.
0: Dicey. Very dicey.
2: All right. Not
3: good. Not a good look. Jake Hager.
2: Yeah, big Jake. Oklahoma's finest. I was going to say University of Oklahoma, obviously. Yeah, of course. Big fan.
0: Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, one last thing that I wanted to end on before we uh, say goodbye. True or false? And I feel like we should like, is this Frankie Edgar's last fight? True. Even I so. see the 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 post here from Media Day. Oh, you know, last fight, but I'd come back for a Manny super fight or something like that. Manny Pacquiao, that is.
3: Yeah, but I don't think he's going to get these fights. Yeah. That'll get him out. I, th- I think he's done. You it.
0: don't think there's a BKFC, uh, an Ahmad uh,
3: fight club, something, something? I think Frankie I think has yeah. had his time and his re- like his legacy. I was at, I was talking about this on Heck of a Morning. Great show. Like heck. Great yeah, show. legend. Um, I think Frankie Yeager is one of the most underappreciated fighters in in MMA combat, whatever you want to call it. History, um, the things that he was doing at a time before people really were sh- swapping weight classes very much and jumping around, the things that he was doing as let's call it what it is, like probably a bantam weight in the in the lightweight division when it was full if, when it was full of sharks. Then it's full of sharks now. It's always been full of sharks. Um, is in, is incredible and and should be applauded. Uh, I think he's as I said, one of the most underrated and, and most legendary fighters that that's ever walked this earth um and has done everything like what what more do we need from frankie Eager like there there's really nothing left to accomplish for this man he's he's done it um i I hope it's his last fight because there's no reason to continue. he's done it all, wish him well, enjoyed watching him greatly as somebody who cheered against him many, many a time mm-hmm. um, in his prime uh, and uh yeah. The best of Frankie Edgar, and uh, hopefully he doesn't go off sad. Let's let's Rooting let's for root for a good one.
0: Oh yeah,
2: get the takedowns, a, and he should. He a should lot be of people
3: don't to. like the matchup.
2: Scuzierra has got ten aided by Cody Durden. If if Edgar if if Frankie can get the takedowns, I think he can find some success.
3: Well, this is the UFC way, right? Like it's like you're not. There's no easy fights, even on the way out right? for the legends. Yeah. It's true. You, you fight. You fight a guy, and you show if you're if you're good enough or not. I mean, look, we've seen it before. Like how good how good would you say Ricky Simone is? Right, that dude's right. really good.
2: Rafael really turned Tremendous.
3: turned back the clock one on one night. He was able to do it. So that that's what it is. You can either do it or you can't. Maybe Frank Yeager is going to turn back the clock and oh, be something sick. special at MSG. Oh, the
2: day. walkout, the biggie, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank, uh, just a little bit of breaking news before we get off here. I have breaking news. I have breaking news.
0: Uh, I, have breaking news. Uh, I have breaking news. I wanted to end it. I oh, have breaking dead. news. <laughs> this camera right here, to all the haters, to all the naysayers, to all the doubters, two fingers salute to you. Forest is magic, all of the pitch. Forrest is magic, all of the pitch. Was that your breaking news? All of the was pitch. My news. Tottenham, nil. Forest two Forest. Uh,
2: let's be clear. It, it was the uh, Carabao Cup to move to the fourth round. We are in the fourth round now, but yes, Tottenham Hotspurs. Go Read
0: down. it and weep. Baby, they said that we were dead, but guess what? We're still the bread. Forest the magic all on the pitch. Forest a magic all on. Going strong into the international World Cup break. All you haters, all you doubters, they're still our squad. Wait, let me get my shirt. Forest the
1: magic this is all on the pitch. Forest
0: a magic all on the pitch, all on the pitch. And guess what, Tottenham? I got a little song for all of you yids. You'll never sing that. Champions of a Europe, you'll never sing that. Yeah! This is the type of analysis and insight that you can expect come World Cup time. And I think a perfect way to end today's magical show. Would you not say that, Frank?
1: Yeah. I yeah. think you
0: did a great job. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's very kind of you. What a day it has been. What a time it has been. I can't believe DC was in studio. I can't believe all of this is happening to us. What a week on the program. Golly. CKB All-Stars. My old pal and I, you reunite. Kane is free. What a time to be alive, right? Forrest, I imagine. I mean, that is something. How was that cupcake, by the way? It was pretty good. I had the frosting of uh, the first one, then went to the frosting of the second one, then ate half of That's the second one. That's what I
1: was like. How did the frosting get back on there? Yeah, you know, just I wish somebody would size. look at me the way you looked at that cupcake. Uh,
0: I was so hungry. Did, could you tell?
1: Oh, it was... I was like so Like Every hungry. bite, you looked uh, at it, found the right angle, and then attacked. I was so hungry. Wow.
0: Forest being Tottenham. UFC in town. CKB All-Stars 281. Uh, It's a good time to be alive. This is why we do this. We do this for the love of the game, my friends, and I appreciate all of you very much. A lot of people have promised us that they're going to stop by on Monday. I don't know if any of them are stopping by, if I'm being honest, Uh, but we shall see and we shall worry about that later. For now, though, uh, thanks to all of you who sent in questions. As always, thank you very much to moderator Lewis for picking the best ones. They call him the Peter Check of uh, question moderation. Thank you very much to DC for coming in. That was tremendous. Really enjoyed it. You know, could it have been longer? Sure. But we got to leave you wanting a little more. And perhaps we'll do it again down the line. Thanks to the crew. Thanks to all of you. Enjoy UFC 281. Back on Monday. same time and place. Until then, I
6: say...